What's up, everybody? Welcome to Progressive Talk Live, Prog Talk. I'm your host, Dusty Smith, and this is absolutely where you want to fucking be. The greatest show on earth. How the hell are you doing, guys? This is the show where we take a look at the viral stories on social media this week and then weep like children. Keep each other company in these trying times of ours. And it's like episode eight. I think this is like my hundredth episode, though, doing this podcast. I called it like the first... 90-something episodes, the podcast, and we switched to Progressive Talk Live, so technically this is like my 100th episode, hooray, we fucking did it, nobody thought I was going to be able to do it, everybody doubted me, including myself, I fucking stuck to this shit, and uh, I am happy as fuck, so hope all of you guys are okay tonight, hope you had a good week, hope you're fucking healthy, I didn't do this much this week, I went to my mama, went to visit my mama, my mama's kind of a little conspiratorial, she's like uh, on Trump's nuts a little bit, and she's like, uh, we're talking about the unemployment rising and the lockdown and she's like i think something is going on and i'm like yeah something going on there's a pandemic woman what's wrong with you and she's like nah i think it's something else other than that nah ain't nothing else under that yeah we have an idiot for a goddamn president didn't fucking do what he was supposed to do to secure our country eliminated the fucking pandemic office yeah that's what's fucking happening and she was keep trying to hug me and i was like mom i love you like you a good woman other than your stupid ass trump support you a good woman but i ain't hugging you and she's like, why? Are you afraid I'm going to get you sick? I'm like, no, I'm afraid I'm going to get you sick. I couldn't live myself. I got my mama sick and she died of the coronavirus. She's like, well, I ain't worried about it. I'm like, I am worried about it because I am into science and shit. I know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, so that's my story for the week. We got a big show for you guys tonight. Holy shit. Like, I have enough material for like four shows at least. So I'm probably going to have to do an extra show this week. I'll probably do an extra show on maybe Wednesday. I do my regular show on Monday. Maybe do an extra show on Wednesday and then a regular show on Friday. Because uh, I have so much to cover. So much shit is going on in this goddamn world. It's complicated. So we're going to go through it all. Let me read the chatty chat chats a little bit. Looking good, bro. Skinny looks like 10 pounds or 30 pounds. Whatever. But I'll be all right. I guess I can, uh, I can be a little chubby. It's fine. I'm drinking Corona. Just saying, you rebel. Can't stop you. You're going to take us down with you. Uh, awesome gaming. Thanks for helping the fuzzy. Yep. Thank all you guys for already supporting the show and whatnot. Dusty, you shouldn't be visiting your mom, bro. Self-isolate. I know I should not be visiting my mom. I already know this. However, I had to go over there and get something. Something was over there that I desperately needed, and I can't go to my mom's house and not say hello to my mom, okay? How would that make her feel? So I know I'm doing pretty good in self-isolation, but sometimes, sometimes you got to make a little bit of exceptions. Uh, Creationist Cat was friends with Amy Poehler. Yeah, Creationist Cat used to be friends with that guy who was uh, on Entourage, the good-looking main guy. Yeah, apparently he has a video on um, Pornhub of him masturbating. Not Creationist Cat, the guy from Entourage, just to just to clarify that. But uh, yeah, Creationist Cat used to be like uh, Vadim. My understanding, he used to be part of the, was it the Upright Citizens Brigade? I think that's what Amy Poehler was in. So we must protect Dusty at all costs. I know I'm a national treasure, aren't I? Do an extra show tomorrow? Maybe. Maybe I'll do an extra show tomorrow. It depends on how much uh, material I have left over tonight. So I might have, a, like, I have a whole section just on religion. I'm probably not going to get to tonight. But what the crazy churches are doing. So I might cover that in the next day or two. Because that shit, they're going to kill us all, dudes. They're absolutely going to kill us all. You love Amy Poehler. First time I saw Amy Poehler was on uh, the Upright Citizen Brigade. She was doing a skit where she was playing some kind of uh, mentally disturbed character. She was going, fire is hot. How about it? So anyway. Uh, Christian's cat was one of the first people to learn about Louis C.K. Alexations. Did he masturbate in front of Vadim? Wouldn't be surprised. So, uh, anyway, let me check the other chat and I'll do the super chats. I went to a cat. Here's Pretty Boy. You guys support the show. This is what you're supporting. Pretty little things like this. Let, pretty Boy. Pretty Boy. Let, pretty, let me show you Pretty Boy. 
Let me show everybody how pretty you are. That's a pretty-ass cat right there. That is a beautiful, beautiful fucking cat. He used to be called Tater Tot, but now he's Pretty Boy. So, uh, because look how fucking pretty. He, he purring, but he's also trying to get away from me. Make up your mind, Pretty Boy. So, I guess we could talk about the, uh, alright, don't rip my shirt up. Don't rip my shirt, please. Oh, God. That's fine, whatever. You like these shirts? I hope you like this shirt, because I bought ten of them at Walmart. They were on the sale in the clearance bin for $2 a piece. $2. And so I was like, I'm just going to buy all these motherfuckers. Why wouldn't I? They're basically free, and they look awesome on me. So I bought 10 of these fucking shirts. So uh, hope you like seeing them because you're going to see them a lot. But the cats keep poking holes in them and shit. That's my life. Can't really wear sweaters around this goddamn house. Anyway, Mexican Zoidberg says, Hey, Dusty, what are your tips for anxiety? Um, I smoke a lot of weed. But also, like... You don't really know what's going to happen in the future, so why worry about it that much? Like, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you to sit around and being depressed. Hey! 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 What the fuck? No, ma'am. No, sir. You guys behave in there. As always, we're doing the show with 11 cats, which is why this is the greatest show in the history of YouTube. And uh, when you have 11 cats, sometimes they have slight disagreements, so you guys might hear some hissing. But they pretty much love each other for the most part. Just every once in a while, they get annoyed with each other. You guys be nice, though. That is not acceptable in this household. But anyway, uh, there's no reason to worry about shit too much because you never know what the fucking future is going to bring to you. You know, who knows? Maybe tomorrow's going to be great. So I just try not to think about the bad shit too much. And also, like, don't dwell. Like, it's okay to learn from the mistakes you make, to think about the past, and, you know, and think about how you might improve. But don't sit there and fucking dwell on it all day long. Oh, my God. Oh, I talked to this girl at the store and I said something so stupid. It was so awkward. Oh my God. I can never go back there again. Just don't worry about it. Just move on. Like, what are you guys doing? I'm doing a live show here. Could you shut the fuck up? Oh my God damn it. Where's the water squirter? I'm going to squirt you guys with water if you guys don't settle the fuck down. Why you guys start doing this? Like they've been fine. They have not done this all week and now I'm on live TV. They're going to fucking get in fights with each other. What is wrong with you guys? You guys being misbehaving. You know I'm live, and now you go misbehave in front of the goddamn world. Seriously? God fucking damn it. Anyway, um, hey, Dusty, any dating tips? I can't seem to get any. Um, confidence. Confidence is the key. Like I'm going to show later, Jack Black dancing around shirtless. And, man, that dude has a body that's even worse than mine is. But his confidence is so sexy. So uh, fake it till you make it as far as confidence goes. Just be, like... Have the attitude that you don't have anything to prove to anybody. What are you guys doing? Just kind of like, uh, just be chill, laid back. But like, don't get butt hurt. Like if she negs you and stuff, just take it in stride. Don't like feel like you have to be sensitive and stuff to it. You know, just be, you know, comfortable with yourself. And also if you have something that uh, you're really passionate about. Um, women love guys who have like, or, or pick something like a hobby. That they know a lot about, they can be passionate about. One other, one other tip I can really give you that really helped me with dating is uh, watch a lot of television and talk about television to women. Like, they love to talk about Game of Thrones. They love to talk about TV. They love to discuss, you know, the characters and stuff. If you know a lot about that stuff, it's a real good icebreaker. So those are my suggestions for you. Um, if my cat was there, the cats would chill. My cat's a gigantic by cat snares. I got a big cat here. Look at this one. This big unit of a cat, Katana. Come here, Katana. Barely pick her up. She's so big. Look how fat this girl is. My, okay, don't scratch me. Big, all right, don't bite me. Katana, just chill for a second. Let me show everybody how fat you are. She's like, I'm going to murder you, Daddy. I'm going to kill you. Do not call me fat. I am big boned. I got big fat bones in my gut. I know. I love you, Katana. Thank you. 
I know, I know. Thank you for just a second, goddammit. Just help me out, cats. Work with me here. These people are like literally feeding you. They're literally feeding you. Okay? They literally buy you gas and shit so you can stay warm at night and air conditioning. Okay? They're spoiling you. So just let me show you to the good people out there. Um, that's good wisdom. Thanks. I appreciate that. Let me read dating tips. No man bun. <laughs> be more funny and don't be overburdened. Those are good tips. Someone like the man bun? I don't know. Not my thing, but hi, Katana. Yeah, Katana's beautiful, beautiful Katana. Absolute unit. She is an absolute unit. I agree. Dusty needs to smoke a J. Yep, I, we don't have any. I am fucking dry as shit right now, goddammit. It's the quarantine, and you can't get fucking weed on the fucking quarantine, so it sucks ass. So what you gonna do? Anyway, uh, Patreon! Patreon.com for slash podcast. That is my Patreon. Please consider supporting the show, especially if you want to see me do two to three shows a week. I need you guys' support. I don't make any money off the advertising, and most of the money goes to my kittens and my dogs. At the Human Society Busy Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue cute little dogs and cats. They're about to be put down at the shelter, and we bring them home with us and we give them a good forever home and they fight live on the air in front of you guys so it's awesome um we're up to 1145 it, it dropped a couple because of the first of the month it always does that but we're doing pretty good um i've decided i'm only going to take i think i've decided this we'll see i might change my mind but i think i'm only going to take 1500 per month on, on patreon and then once i get up to 1500 a month i'm going to stop taking donations um, because like that's $18,000 a year and that's plenty enough to live on. And I don't want to take more money than I need because there's so many other people out there that need the money. And so, uh, and hopefully I know this is not going to happen, but I'm, I'm trying to also be a good influence on the other content creators, especially those who are taking hundreds of thousands of dollars a month and just can't seem to get enough. Like at some point, like you guys really need to like step up and tell people to stop donating to you and donate to other people. Cause there's so many other people out there that are desperate right now. So Oh, I'm not going to cry about that. But anyway, uh, so anyway, if you want to help me get $15 a month, that would really help. That's like the minimum I need to live and continue to do the show. So I'd really appreciate it. Dollar to a month, whatever you can afford, really helps. And also, Super Chats, Super Chats, light blood of the show. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Super Chats. And I already have a few Super Chats to go. Um, and ask bitch, hey, Dusty, sorry I missed a couple shows. Super Chats, I was dead-ass broke. Here's $10 to make up for it. All my love, you, Kelsey, and the fur babies. Appreciate it, and ask bitch. Always the first to super chat me. One of the greatest people that are watching this show. Love me some NS bitch. Gordon Irvine, $10. And he gave me another $5 and said, sorry I didn't write a $10 super chat. Unforgivable, Gordon. Get your shit together. New to the show. Love you, Dusty. I love you, Gordon. What is your favorite REM album? Uh, whichever one is. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. Fucking my religion. Pretty sure that's the words. Thank you for that. Another $5 from Gordon. Will you do a video package of Kenneth Copeland? The guy is like the worst human being alive. You're best place to expose this piece of crap. Well, there is a new channel for this podcast. There is a link in the description of this video to the new channel. Please go to that new channel and subscribe to it because eventually this podcast is going to move over to the new channel. It's not going to be on this channel anymore. And once that happens, I'm going to uh, revert to this channel into a channel about religion and Christianity, shit like that. And so, yeah, I'll probably be doing some more exposés on Kenneth Copeland in the future once I get this moved over. So please go to the new channel immediately. Well, not immediately. Whatever. After the show's over, whatever you fuck you feel like it. But now it's good as long as you open another window. Subscribe to the new channel. And also, if you're watching this show on a repeat instead of live, watch it on the new channel. Help me build up my hours. Appreciate that. Uh, and also, like this video right now. Like it. Do it. There's a like button right there. Why aren't you liking it? Like the video, please. So, hey, more Super Chats as the show goes on. If you're able, if you want to support the show, all of it's red. Immortalize yourself forever through the Super Chats. All right. I've talked enough. We're already fucking 12 minutes into the goddamn show and I hadn't even started yet. Look at all the shit I got to cover, dudes. Look at all this fucking shit. 
Holy goddamn hell. There's no way I'm going to get through all this shit in two hours. So I'm just going to uh, rip through it as fast as I possibly fucking can. So you guys heard that a Tim Pool, millionaire Tim Pool, the greatest lefty in the history of mankind. <laughs> Tim Pool getting sued by his brother. Apparently this is not a April Fool's Day joke. Um, you guys may uh, remember I shit on Tim Pool pretty heavily because he's a shitty grifter. A horrible fucking human being that will say anything to help the right maintain and keep power. Another reason that Temple really bothers me is because he took the Sargon of ACAD um, route to grifting, where he claimed he was a liberal and he was only attacking the left because he's attacking his own side, while he did nothing but shit on the left and give Trump a pass and boost up Trump. I don't think he's doing the lefty thing as much as he used to do. But it's just insulting. Like, you can, like I said before, you can call my mom a whore, like, right? You can tell me I have a small dick. You can say anything you want to to me to insult me, but don't fucking insult my intelligence. When you try to tell me these fucking right-wing grifters are left-wingers, that just fucking pisses me off. So I love to cover these motherfuckers. So uh, surprise, surprise, this guy is an uh, even bigger piece of shit con man than we think he is. So like I pointed out many times before, his fan base has already made him a millionaire. He makes something, his brother said he makes like a, over $100,000 a month just off YouTube. And uh, his stupid ass website, which is basically free to set up for him, he took $1.2 million in donations for. So, spreading a right-wing propaganda is incredibly fucking lucrative. Still, it's always going to be, I guess, that's what YouTube has turned into. A lot of it's because of the anti-SJWs. The whole anti-SJW movement had just created this right-wing juggernaut on YouTube uh, of money. Um, but... So yeah, he's a millionaire now. So apparently he stole the website from his brother. So I'm going to show you some of that. Here's his brother, uh, Reactor. It's funny too, his brother also wears beanies and hats. Apparently they have male pattern baldness that runs in their family. And they're incredibly fucking ashamed of it. And even though he's a millionaire, Tim Pool, he don't know how to buy himself hair. I, work it out, Tim Pool. I make $18,000 a year. I figured out how to buy myself hair, Tim Pool. Anyway. Reactor's his name. It's Reactor's his Twitter account. He says, in-depth video on my YouTube channel coming soon. In 2015, I started a business by myself called Subverse last year. My brother Tim Pool and Emily Molly stole this business and social media accounts from me. To this day, they still lie about the founders. Proof. So he posts this video that Tim Pool admits that his brother actually created this website that they got a million dollars for. The website that we have, Subverse.net, it's active. It's been active for years. But I shifted to producing YouTube videos because, you know, admittedly launching a website is something I'm not as an, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily have the expertise, but we have been running the site for years. Our oldest article goes back four years to which my brother, Chris, uh, you, you know him as reactor on YouTube. If you follow reactor, uh, we've got articles going back. We used to generate a couple hundred thousand unique impressions per month before, uh, I actually, you know, came in cause my brother launched this by himself. Uh, we launched Subverse, the YouTube channel, a while ago. We used to have a bunch of other videos that we actually have privated because... So he admits that his brother started it. They even went as far as to lie to investors about being founders when they raised $1.2 million from crowdfund investment. Holy shit, folks. Right-wing grifting is so lucrative. It's like being a televangelist. It's, it's depressing. It's really, I tell you it all the time, but it's so depressing how this world just repeatedly rewards bad behavior. If you're a piece of shit, you will make it in this world. But then you have to like balance it. You have to say to yourself, well, do I want to be rich? Do I want to fucking be fucking a super fucking rich? Or do I want to be a decent human being? And you gotta, gotta choose. And so many of these people like Temple, they just don't give a shit. Like he's soulless. The dude has no soul in his goddamn body. And he just does not give a fuck who he hurts. He's just money hungry. He's a fucking piece of shit loser. And every goddamn way a person can be a piece of shit loser. And of course, 
You can imagine a piece of shit loser like this would rob and steal from his own fucking brother. Tim had no problem admitting I'm the sole founder of Subverse until Bill Ottoman of Mines offered him $100,000. Holy shit, folks. Imagine somebody just offered you $100,000 just for a stupid website like that to replace me. On June 5th, 2019, Tim, Emily, and Bill locked me out of my YouTube channel and Twitter account, and they re reincorporated it without me. And uh, here's his video evidence of that. Just because he's had, you know, other people. On, like, you know, the, that's the point I'm trying to make, right? Sure. Subverse is a bunch of things. My brother does work. My brother's got 90,000 subs. He exists. He has rights to the trademark. Just because I'm bigger doesn't change that. Right. <laughs> Because quite honestly, Subverse but apparently is it does. percent just me. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, that's unfair. My brother started it, um, but my brother is like, you know, doing his Reactor channel and he's coding some video game. He's absolutely involved and he like maintains the website and other social media network stuff. So anyway, despite making over $150,000 per month from YouTube, Tim still decided money was more important than blood and left me broke and homeless. Then he threatened to kick me out of his house and leave me stranded on the East Coast if I went public about this. And here's this other video he put up this. Okay, so here's, here's where it all comes together. The point of this video, it's not just to rant about these two news issues that I don't think were, were covered well enough, but to point out that I don't think it's being covered well enough. That's why... I have a website. It's called subverse.net, and my it was uh, actually my, my brother put it together, and then I started working with him on it a few months ago, and we've got a bunch. We had a bunch of viral articles actually. A lot of it was just kind of trivia and interesting facts, science. Uh, then we started working with Cassandra Fairbanks, who is uh, she writes now for Big League Politics. Wait, I learned a valuable lesson for blindly trusting my own brother. What I realized after it was too late was Emily had changed my subverse social media accounts to have her personal email instead of mine. If you read my GoFundMe, yeah, fuck off, Katana. Move. Don't, you're going to, not my camera over, dude. Move out of the way. If you read my GoFundMe, uh, whatever, and were wondering who I was talking about, yeah, it's my own brother. So, yeah, they're like a beanie bird, be, a beanie wearing, a beanie bird, a beanie wearing family. I guess it runs in the family. I think they stole that look from me, though. I'm totally going to claim that. I've been convincing myself not to tell anyone he did this, because even after it all, I still feel bad that it could hurt him. But I'm tired of apologizing to him for getting blood on his hands after he stabbed me in the back. In a in twisting, uh, the quartering is twisting a lot to do damage control for Tim. I don't want to post private messages, but this could help. So anyway, he goes on and on and on, talking about his brother fucked him over. And apparently he is suing his brother. He's taking donations for his uh, lawyer fees, and people are donating. People are donating like thousands of dollars, like per person, some of them. So craziness, not shocking to see Tim Pool lying ass grifter. But here's the thing, Tim Pool's fan base don't give a shit. This will not hurt Tim Pool any way whatsoever. I mean, if you lose the lawsuit, I guess it hurt him a little bit. But they don't give a shit, folks. It's a cult. The Trump thing is a total fucking cult at this point. And the people that spread this fucking bullshit can do no wrong. They will continue to support them no matter what. They'll continue to be the heroes of these people no matter what. So, like I said, the world would just continuously reward this bad behavior over and over again. And you just got to laugh about it to keep from crying. But anyway, nobody is shocked by this. I'm quite sure. Fuck Tim Pool and everything he fucking stands for. And moving on, I'm going to talk about some Elon Musk. So this was less than a month ago, people. Elon Musk. The coronavirus panic is dumb. Yeah, you're fucking dumb, goddamn Elon Musk. 1.7 million likes for this, folks. Holy shit, right? So uh, 
Needless to say, Elon took some shit for saying this, you know, because people are dying all over the fucking place. I'm going to cover some of these stories today. The guy from uh, Fountains of Wayne who's saying, uh, Stacy's mom has got it going on. You know, that guy, he died recently from the coronavirus. People are dropping dead all over the fucking place. So people were shitting on Elon Musk for this, as they should. And so he was basically like, uh, well, if there's a shortage of ventilators, I will make Tesla create ventilators. You know, we have space-age technology, and we can just make all kinds of fucking ventilators, and I would do that if there turns out to be a shortage. So then all the doctors were like, yeah, motherfucker, there's a shortage. Start immediately doing that. What the fuck is wrong with you? So uh, then Mr. Musk, instead of having Tesla create ventilators, maybe he'll still do this in the future, maybe since he's taking shit from what I'm about to tell you, maybe in the future he will make real ventilators. But what he did was because of the PR nightmare he was undergoing, he decided to throw $1 million to this problem, just a $1 million, which is chump change to somebody like Elon Musk. That's like me teaming together with a couple other people to buy a nurse a cup of coffee. But to try to mitigate the shit he was taking and try to make a PR stunt for Tesla, he went out and he didn't buy ventilators. He bought... Uh, well, it says the head of ResMed Medical Device Maker appeared on Kramer Today and said the 1,000 machines Musk said he would be donating were five-year-old ResMed BiPAP breathing devices, usually used to treat sleep apnea, which I presume were bought in bulk at a dip discount. Yep, the ventilators that Elon Musk purchased and donated to hospitals were actually sleep apnea machines. We're so unbelievably fucked. Yeah, so he didn't even get respirators. He went out about sleep apnea machines. Now, yes, these sleep apnea machines can be retrofitted to be like makeshift ventilators, but they're very poor. They're not meant to do that, and like only in emergencies. So not exactly what he promised as usual. And uh, yeah, he, he offered to buy 1,255 of them. Why 1,255? Why that specific number? Because he went and bought them at bulk. If you multiply twelve fifty five by seven hundred ninety six dollars, you get like a million dollars. So it's exactly what he did. He went out and bought these cheap five year old CPAP machines that are made for sleep apnea, and that's what he donated. Now look, folks, it's good that he did something, but these motherfuckers are draining the goddamn system of all this fucking money like soulless fucking vampires, and they throw us a few fucking crumbs. And we're supposed to be grateful. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Elon Musk, for these fucking crumbs that you're throwing us. No, fuck you, motherfucker. Give your money away, goddammit. There should be no billionaires. You should fucking give at least half your, more than that, but at least half your fucking money away. If you had any fucking heart whatsoever, if you had any empathy whatsoever, do the right thing. People are suffering. People are dying. And these fucking crumbs and peanuts you're throwing us ain't goddamn cutting it, motherfucker. So everybody's got to quit pretending like this guy's some kind of fucking hero because he's not. He's a PR stunt artist who don't give a shit. And I heard he's also dating uh, Amber Heard, who is the woman who abused Johnny Depp and lied about it. You know, uh, I think he bailed on his girlfriend, Grimes, who was pregnant, to date this really even hotter girl who was uh, very abusive. Uh, C-word, I guess, is the one I would want to call her. I mean, I know I use that word for women, but she did abuse Johnny Depp and almost cut his finger off. So fuck her and fuck him and fuck everything about this. And that's my beef with Elon Musk. All right, let me just check the chats real quick before I continue on with the show. What you guys got to think about that? Um, put on my glasses so I can see what the fuck is happening here. He could literally say the word if he chose to. I want to believe he will, but hope it. No, he won't. He won't. Dusty, you missed my super chat. Okay, sorry. Um, I don't see it. Let me reload this. Maybe it's not loading. Okay, I missed a bunch of them. Sorry, they didn't pop up. Okay, I will read them. 
Let me read this chat real quick, and then I'll get to you guys' super chat. I'm sorry about that, folks. My thing is having a slight malfunction. Uh, and I'm also watching out for Cat. Eli did shoot off his mouth before he thought things through, but I think his heart's in the right place. I don't think his heart's in the right place. I think the dude's a fucking cocksucker, in my opinion, in a bad way. Same dude that would call a guy a pedophile. He called the guy who was trying to help the children that were trying to cage a, a cave a pedophile. I don't think he has his heart in the right place at all. I think he's a fucking dickhead, in my opinion. But, you know... How can you not think he's a dickhead? He could literally end world hunger and he chooses, he wakes up every morning, he chooses not to do it. He's a billionaire and he wakes up every fucking morning and he decides not to give a great deal, like the majority of his money away to help people that are sick and dying. Fuck, I'm only, I only make $18,000 a year and every penny I have over a certain amount I give a fucking way. I have nothing and I give my shit away and I'm not rich at all. So, no, I don't think his heart's in the right place. I think he's a fucking evil, soulless dick, like all these fucking people are, all these rich assholes are. I think it's time to stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. Start putting the social pressure on them to call them out, to make them fucking do the right thing if they don't have the fucking soul to do the right thing themselves. That's what I think. Stop making these people heroes. They're not fucking heroes. They're evil. They're fucking supervillains. And it's time to fucking make them feel like the goddamn supervillains they are. Social pressure. Put the social pressure on them that they fucking cave. That's my opinion. Uh, what's up, No River? How you doing? Agreed, Dusty? All right, cool, cool, cool. Thank you for all that. Sounds about right, right, right. All right, let me check the Super Chats. Super Chatty Chat Chats. Koya Koi, $10. I feel very lucky I'm still able to get a paycheck. So here you go. Keep doing what you do. Hey, I appreciate that. I'm glad you're getting a paycheck, too. A lot of people are not right now. Um, I'm glad I'm able to do this. Like, I have kind of the perfect job for the pandemic. So I've almost been, like, preparing for this my entire life. My life hasn't really changed that much, but I real I feel real bad uh, for all of you out there who don't have jobs. We're going to actually cover the jobless claims in a minute, which are looking horrific. Bad, bad, bad. Appreciate that, though. Very generous. Um, Gordon Irwin, $2. Montreal, a work or a shoot? Uh, Montreal. I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about the, uh, the thing with uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Bret Hart? Is that what you're talking about? I would say it's a uh, mixture. That's what you're talking about. Anyway, uh, awesome gaming. What do you think about unemployment rate shooting? Up? We're going to talk about that in a minute. I think it's horrific. I've never seen anything like this. Um, folks, we got to get Trump out of office. I know people are going to, like, I have people already. They've sent me these long messages on Patreon telling me that they're not going to support me because I'm telling you guys that, that uh, Joe Biden is better than Trump. Long message explained to me. I can't support you anymore, Dusty. I just can't do it, man. We're going to talk about that, folks. I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, it's the end of the world we, as we know it. What are we going to do, dudes? We got to fucking do something, and I don't like Joe Biden. He's a shitty, he's a shitty candidate. Not really sure how he is as a human being. I know he's gropey and shit, but definitely a shitty candidate I'm not a fan of. But is he better than Trump? Will people die and suffer if you don't support Biden over Trump? Yeah, I, I, I can't lie, folks. I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. I, I, even if it loses me money. I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. I have to be honest about what the facts are. And I know the narrative out there. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about this narrative out there that Joe Biden is somehow worse than Trump, that the lefties are, are pushing right now. It's so stupid. It's the stupidest fucking shit. It's based on nothing. I can't pretend to go along with it just because, like, so many of the left are going along with it now. You're listening to these fucking morons, these middle-class, rich-ass white kids, most of them, on YouTube, who are fueling this stupid ass narrative and so many of you are believing and it's so frustrating to watch because the skeptic community the same exact motherfuckers who helped trump get elected the first time are reborn 
They've changed their angle. They've shifted their narrative slightly, but they're doing the exact same shit now to help Trump get elected. They're saying the exact fucking same things, and I can't go along with it. I don't care, man. I don't care if I lose subscribers, money. I just can't pretend to believe some shit I don't. So we're going to go with that in a minute. Um, love you to the fur babies. Thank you. I will buy something in your honor for them. I knew I could do 100 if you put your mind to it. Don't stop. I knew you could do 100 a hundred what? Oh, you're talking about, yeah, I did a hundred shows. Okay, I appreciate that. I didn't even have faith in myself. Not that I have faith in much, but uh, if you know my history, I have a tendency to, to uh, only do this as a hobby. kind of only do it when I feel like. So uh, didn't know I was going to do it, but I did it. I stuck to it, and I'm proud. I appreciate that. Sash.89, Trends Roots. F Trump, much love, Dusty and fan. Appreciate that, Sash. You rock. Lobo, $10. Cool, cool. Watching Ozark Season 3. I watched it. Um, I thought it was better than season two, but it was still, it's not as good as season one, but it's okay if you guys don't have anything else to watch. It's a pretty good show, but definitely watch Tiger King first. And The Boys. If you guys haven't seen The Boys yet, I know that's a couple months old, but The Boys is fucking world class. Definitely see that before you see Ozark. Andre Sonnets, $2. Have you seen the situation on Ecuador? Really sad. Um, no, I have not seen that. I'm not familiar with it. Maybe you can, uh, clue me in on it. Appreciate that. Paige Bellow, $5. Thanks for keeping us company during the difficult time, Dusty. Hey, thank you guys for keeping me company. Thank you guys for supporting the show like you guys are the heroes of the show. I don't to I totally agree that wealth makes you inhuman at some point. Choose love and compassion. I know. Like, I don't even see how you do it, man. I just can't. I can't, like, earn way more money than I need when other people need it. It's, and especially now, man. People are so desperate out there. It's just crazy. These people are fucking evil. They are. Quit making them heroes. Uh, thank you for that. Brandon Beasley, what's up, Brandon? $22. Very generous. Thank you, Brandon. I'm going to take you very seriously because you have bought my love. I finally caught the show live. Hooray! Fuck yeah, you did it. Dusty, if you ever in Denver again, let's smoke some weed together. Hell yeah. Definitely. The dispensaries here are also open and full of fireflower. Yeah, dispensaries are like uh, indispensable businesses or whatever they call them. They're like uh, they get around the quarantine because everybody needs their weed. Couldn't agree more. Appreciate that, Brandon Bleasing. David Skoll, $5. I'm a patron of yours, Dusty. Thank you. Appreciate that. You rock. From Loves Park, Illinois. Decided to start a small garden in the backyard during the pandemic. In between video gaming. Well, that's a good thing to do. You know, community gardens are important. Uh, also help you from having to go to the store and getting sick and whatnot. So very smart. I appreciate that. Gordon Irvin, $10. I don't mean to labor the point, but the video you shared a couple episodes back of Kenna Copeland encouraged people to tithe, even if they lost their job, it's the most evil thing I've seen in years. You see the one where the woman walks up to him and talks about him about his private plane. And he's like, don't you ever say I shared that. I mean, he is just a disgusting, vile human being. But, like, this world continuously rewards bad behavior. And it's, I'm wondering if it's ever going to change, folks. Even, even a lot of you lefties out there, the ones watching the show right now, a lot of you are supporting bad shit. You are. You're supporting bad people. I don't know why. You're supporting bad ideas. I'm trying to talk you out of it, but, like, you're getting mad at me for it. So, it's, it's frustrating. But I appreciate that. Thank you. Um... Gordon Irvin, $5. As someone on the outside looking in Scotland, why the F is Bernie not more popular? The guy is pretty is pure integrity. There's a lot of reasons that Bernie is not more popular. A, a big part of it is because, like, the mainstream Democratic, uh, I guess, machine doesn't want somebody so far to the left to be in charge. They are more to the center than that. And another big part of it is because uh, Joe Biden has more name recognition because Obama was incredibly popular, especially with minorities. And since Joe Biden was his main man... And there's so many memes out there of them, like, being so buddy-buddy. People love Biden. Uh, and another reason we're going to talk about later is this country is not ready for a revolution yet. A lot of people are, like, real upset about that. Even 
even though we're going through a pandemic right now, the country simply, the majority of them, they just want slow incremental change. They're not ready for a giant, big revolutionary change yet. That's just the kind of the, the pulse of the nation. Like, I'm just the messenger, folks. Don't blame me for this. This is just what the fucking polls show. So a lot of it has to do with that. We're going to actually go into that more in a minute. So uh, thank you for the super chats, guys. Really appreciate that. Let me check the regular chat real fast, and then we'll move on with the show. Um, what bad ideas and bad people do I see? We're going to cover that in just a second. DNC and the media. Bernie's a centrist, not a lefty. Yeah, well, Bernie is a lefty for the United States. Bernie is definitely a he's center-left worldwide, for the sure. Um, and I'm a Denmark... A social democrat just like bernie is so i'm also center left i'm not a social i'm not a full-blown social i believe socialism is a tool in my opinion just like uh, capitalism is and i believe both things could be integrated together to make a better system but i'm not a full-blown socialist or a communist i just think all these things are tools so yes full-blown socialists and full-blown communists are way far to the left of bernie and so yes worldwide scale bernie is more center left but it, the United States scale, Bernie is very far left because our country is incredibly right wing, always has been. So it just depends on like what scale you're looking at on a national scale compared to a worldwide scale. Um, Dusty, are there any good celebrities left in your opinion? Uh, Bruce Campbell. Love me some Bruce Campbell. I'm trying to think of who else I like. I'm sure I could think of a few out there that I like that I, oh, uh, I guess he's not a celebrity. I was going to say my, uh, my real life fake husband Cody Johnson, but I guess he's not that famous yet. But give him some time. Um, you're a socialist. Uh, you know, if you're a socialist, I can understand socialism to a degree. Like I disagree with some of the things about socialism. Um, full blown socialism. I, I, I think my main bone of contention with full blown socialism is that I think that there is an element of capitalism that does help um, spur innovation. Now I think it's blown way out of proportion. I think that it's gone crazy. It needs to be reined back. It needs to be regulated. It needs to be controlled. It's just a tool. But I do believe that there is something to be said about the role of capitalism in innovation. Yes, I'm not saying that capitalism is the only thing that causes innovation. Yes, the state does cause innovation. But both, both the private and the public sectors have worked together for, you know, since the beginning of time to create this, uh, this teamwork that has created the explosion of innovation we've seen. And I think if you get rid of capitalism completely, then you're going to stifle the, that one tool of innovation uh, for the other one. And it just, it, it's going to hurt. That's in my opinion. Um, Bruce Campbell's pretty awesome. Yes, Dusty, you know Biden have credible rape allegations against him, right? Um, I know Biden has allegations against him. And I, I hate to say that the woman is not telling the truth. But do I have doubts about it? Yes, I have doubts about it. We're going to go over the doubts about that I have about it. Um, so, but yeah, Biden does have allegations against him. Trump has 27 allegations against him. So I'm about to get in that in a minute. If your bone of contention with Biden is that I'm not going to vote for him because of his rape allegations. And I'm not going to vote for Trump either. I'm not going to vote for any, either one of these people. I'm not going to help one over the other, Period to get elected, then I can accept that. I can say, okay, I understand that. I'm not going to gripe at you about that. But if you're trying to tell me that the reason that you're going to support Trump over Biden is because Trump is further to the left or that Biden is actually going to be worse or that if we elect Biden, then next time somebody worse than Trump is going to get into office, then now I'll say bullshit all that. Bullshit. I will fight you about that and I will yell at you about that because those are bullshit arguments. So we're actually going to talk about that. It's the next thing we're actually going to talk about right now. So let's go ahead and get to it. 
Uh, let me finish off the super chat. Cause I see a very generous super chat there. Uh, no, that's not it. Super chat, super chat, chat. Why is it not loading up? There we go. For the dogs, JT. Thank you, JT. That is very, very generous. That's one of the biggest donations we ever had on this show. And I will buy the dogs something special in your honor, JT. Appreciate that. Um, Crypto Rock is DJ too. Dusty, why won't your my printer turn on? Also, please turn on text to speech with Streamlabs. Love from Canada. Okay. Well, I don't know how to do that right off the top of my head, but I will look into that later. And uh, have you checked the uh, power cord? That's always the first thing I would check. Otherwise, I can't help you, but thank you for that. Rich Lada, I love you, Dusty. Keep spreading the love. 666, awesome amount. I appreciate that. Thank you, Rich Lada. Good to see you tonight. Jenny Rue, compassion and empathy are the only ways to go. I agree. That's the way I try to live my life. It don't make you a lot of money, but you can definitely sleep at night. So, appreciate that. All right, let's continue on with the show. Um, First off, we're going to get into the corona shit. New York City. The Empire State Building has turned to this thing because uh, nothing makes you feel more calm and secure in the middle of an, a pandemic storm than the eye of Sauron blinking at you all night. That's not sort of freaky at all, but uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It looks cool. I guess, you know, they're trying to tell people, hey, we're fucked. And anyway, folks, in these trying times, I'm about to like, I'm about to talk shit about Trump and I'm about to, what's, what it's going to seem like is I'm going to defend Joe Biden. And I am, I am sort of going to defend Joe Biden, but only, only because the alternative is Trump. It's like, it's like defending a, a, a rapist against a murderer, right? And saying, well, yeah, I guess rape is better than, raping a woman is better than raping her and then murdering her. Like, I guess just raping her is better than both raping her and murder. But like, I don't want to defend the rapist. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, like, one seems like it's slightly better than the other. So I know people get mad at me about this, but let me just make this very clear. I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter. I am not trying to dishearten you from voting for Bernie Sanders. The election is not over yet. He needs, like, 60% of the, the, the leftover votes. It doesn't look like he's going to get it. It's not my fault. I'm just a messenger. I'm just telling you, it doesn't look like he's going to get it, but he could. He could get it. And I'm not telling you not to vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm telling you to do it harder than you ever have. Push for Bernie Sanders harder than you've ever done. And I'm going to show you another reason to do this. This is Bernie Sanders from 15 years ago. This is what leadership looks like, folks. This is what it would be like if it had Bernie Sanders elected the first time instead of Donald Trump. We would not be in this situation. Yes, a few, uh, some people would, would be dying, of course, but nothing like the scale we're seeing right now. Imagine if this guy who had this vision 15 years ago was our president right now was right in, in, in suggesting that we may be overreacting, uh, but I believe that the American people want us to be safe rather than sorry. I think they will forgive us if we end up doing things and spending money that in the long run may turn out not to be necessary uh, if, in fact, we are going forward vigorously uh, to prevent what could be a horrible, horrible situation. I think we all remember or read uh, that in 1918, some 50 million people in this world died from an influenza epidemic, and I think it is beholden upon our country and, and governments throughout the world to do everything that we can uh, in every way to protect uh, the American people and people throughout the world. I think Mr. Kucinich a moment ago raised some very important issues, and the issue is that our job as the government of the United States of America is not to worry at this moment about the corporate profits of the Roach Company or any other drug company, but to make certain 
that we are doing all that we can to prepare for what could be a terrible pandemic. Uh, I hope that in that context, uh, we can all agree that now is not the time to be tiptoeing around intellectual property rights or for letting bald-faced profiteering inhibit our ability to prepare for a pandemic. Roche is the only company with a license to manufacture and sell Tamiflu in the United States. They have limited production capacity and simply cannot make enough Tamiflu to meet the demand. The World Health Organization says that it will take 10 years for Roche to adequately supply world demand for Tamiflu stockpiles. We don't have 10 years. Unfortunately, Roche has also been dragging its feet about licensing other manufacturers to mass produce it. So, Mr. Secretary, you come from an administration where most of the American people know bends over backwards to protect large multinational corporations, whether it's drug companies or oil companies. Now yeah, that's what leadership looks like, folks. This is what we should have had in place the entire time, but instead, our fucking idiot goddamn country decided to elect a game show contestant host. One of the worst human beings in the fucking world. Like, how could we do worse? So we're about to get into that, folks. Like, I'm for Bernie, folks. Don't fucking kill me. But, like, at the same time, it looks like Joe Biden is going to get the nomination. So we have to talk about this like a fucking adult. And Slate Salon just did an article about this. Um, let me turn off my fucking ad blogger. Salon did an article about this. You guys can check out. But they actually covered the uh, sexual assault allegations against Joe Biden. I'm going to repeat what I said the last show, folks. You have to be very careful when you talk about this. Because this sort of adds to rape culture. This sort of adds to the culture where women don't feel like they're comfortable in coming out with uh, sexual allegations against their uh, assaulters. Because people are going to pick back through their social media, their, through their lives, and discredit them. So that people are like, well, why would I even go through that? And so you have to be very careful. But at the same time, folks, believe women... To me, and to even Salon says this, it never meant to regardless of what the evidence says, to just believe a woman. B believe women is supposed to mean, in my opinion, a lot of other people's opinions, it means you take these allegations seriously. You just assume that these women are telling the truth at first because, you know, the vast majority of women don't lie about this stuff. They tell the truth. So you take it very seriously and you treat them like these allegations are true, but you investigate. You look into the allegations, and then if the if their allegations if the if the evidence creates doubt in your mind, then it's okay to have that doubt. You don't have to say, "Well, I can't have doubt because a woman said it." Women are infallible, and they can't ever lie. And I can't fucking even consider the evidence because believe women. It doesn't mean that. That's a straw man of what it means. And people have looked into these allegations, and like I don't like Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a handsy motherfucker who makes women uncomfortable. There's no doubt about that. But there are a lot of reasons, if you look into the story, where it it should give you doubt about it. Like, just for example, after she claims that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her, after she claims he looked at her and said, you're nothing, she retweeted things and made posts praising Joe Biden for fighting sexual assault. Now, that doesn't mean she wasn't sexually assaulted. Sometimes... Women have a very, very complicated r relationship with how they feel about their attackers. And it's possible 
it's possible that she that he assaulted her and told her she was nothing and he fired her because she rebu- she rebuffed he, he she rebuffed his advances like that's what she said and then she went on to praise him for fighting against sexual assault but like that gives me doubt you know like why like and then she said that she now claims that she was she left the job because Joe Biden and her his staff kind of forced her out but before like when it happened she said something completely different happened just a month ago she said that joe biden didn't sexually assault her and now she says he did and like there's just a lot of different things that i can't like pretend the evidence doesn't make me doubt i mean you i just can't shut off that logical side of my brain i don't know how to do that i don't think you should do that but i'm not going to say that she's lying because maybe she's not maybe she's telling the truth folks i wasn't there i have no idea i'm not going to call her a liar i'm just going to say that i do have doubts about this i do But at the same time, if you say to me, Dusty, I would never vote for Joe Biden because I believe these allegations. I believe Joe Biden has sexually assaulted women and I'm not going to support him or I'm not going to support Trump. Either one. I'd be like, fine. I totally get that viewpoint. I have no problem with that. I understand. But if you're going to say to me, like I just said before, that Joe Biden is somehow worse than Trump, which is what the narrative a lot of these left wingers are putting out right now. I'm going to show you fucking uh, what is his name? Oh, God. Uh can't think of his name off the top of my head let's see got him down here i'll get to it anyway um and it's a narrative they're spreading that somehow the right is moving to the left somehow the left the right is more left-wing than joe biden now it's just the dumbest fucking thing that i would not let go because it is not true joe biden's policies are better than trump's joe biden's policies will help more people than trump's and even even if Joe Biden did not implement a single policy he is running from. It would still be better to have him in office than Trump for a lot of different reasons. And we're going to go into some of them right now. So I am not a fan of Joe Biden, folks, but I cannot pretend like people won't suffer and die if Trump is elected over Joe Biden. I can't pretend that. How are you going to expect me to pretend the truth is not the truth? I can't do it. Like, drop your patrons. Like, drop your patrons from me. I can't help it. If you don't want to give me money because I believe the truth, then I okay like there's nothing I can do about that so anyway now we're going to get into Trump this is our president folks this is what Joe Biden is going up against Joe Biden is a shitty candidate he is probably a shitty person he's fucking can't speak he stumbles over his words but he's going against one of the worst human beings to ever fucking live the worst president we've ever had in the nation the biggest liar I've ever seen in my fucking life so yeah he's better not good bad real bad but better So look, folks, I have a question for anyone who sees this. Have you even begun to process that 250,000 Americans might die of COVID-19? Is it even possible to process such a thing? I don't really feel like people are grasping, but maybe I'm wrong. This is 111, so that helps. And this is the White House goals. Their goals are for 100 to 240,000 deaths. This is what they consider acceptable. Because of how badly they bungled this whole goddamn thing. Dude literally dissolved the organization meant to fight pandemics. He literally said the Democratic response to this whole thing was a hoax to make him look bad. They've downplayed it every step of the way until recently. It is because of his incompetence that this is going to happen. Do I think Joe Biden would have responded this way? No. No, I don't. I don't. I think this guy is going to fucking get lots of American killed. This is a Trump genocide happening right now. 
So even if Biden raped a woman, he's going up against a guy who raped 27 women who's going to kill hundreds of thousands of people. Like, it's a shitty choice. It's insane and maddening. Maddening that anybody would have to pick between these two people. But it looks like that's what's going to happen, and it's not my fault. I am only the fucking messenger here, folks. It gets worse. Listen to this, folks. This is the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the free world. This is what a goddamn Bond villain says. This is what a fucking, like a super villain from Superman would say. The statements I made are, I want to keep... Oops, shit, let me try that again. God damn it, Dusty. Get your shit together. I accidentally muted it. All right. Go, dipshit. Super villain Trump. The statements I made are, I want to keep the country calm. I don't want panic in the country. I could cause panic much better than even you. I could do much. I would make you look like a minor league player. But you know what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to have our country be calm and strong. I could cause panic. You've never seen the kind of panic I could cause. I could cause more panic than you've ever dreamed of. But hey, I don't want to do that. Don't make me do that. It's just so fucking over the top. It's not my fault, folks. It's not my fault. I didn't cause the situation to happen. And here he is fucking bragging on Biden for not answering questions. They're literally congratulating each other on how well you can bullshit. I think it's one of the greatest answers I've ever heard. Because Mike was able to speak for five minutes and not even touch your question. No, so I, said, I said, that's what you call a great professional. Yeah, great profession. That's awesome. He talked for five minutes and completely ignored your question. Talked all the way around you. That's great. That's what a professional politician does. Let's cheer on that. So it's no surprise, folks, that we have this goddamn idiot in office. And we're in the midst of the, one of the greatest unemployment uh, catastrophes in history. Job reports. Payrolls dropped by 701,000. Unemployment rate raises 4.4% in a month because Trump failed to test for coronavirus. I'm going to show you how bad this is getting, folks. First off, let's talk about the 10-year record streak of positive job growth that began under Barack Obama came to end today. 10 years. I'm not a big fan of Obama. I think Obama made mistakes. I even called for the impeachment of Obama because he did shit that I felt were war crimes. But, like... He did do things that built the economy up much better than Trump did, and we had a 10-year record streak, and Trump has ended it. You want to know how bad this shit is? This is scary, folks. This is from 1960, the, the chart of unemployment. Here it goes up and down. It just kind of naturally, kind of naturally going up and down. Unemployment, weak jobless claims since the 60s. Usually goes up against Republican president, and here we are. It went down, down, down under Obama, and then so Trump, and then look, boom, here's Trump. Here's coronavirus. Look at this shit. It's still going, folks. It's still going. In one month, folks. Still going. St still going. So, yeah, folks. I don't want to defend Joe Biden, but, like, <sighs> what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to do? It's like a end-of-the-world type shit. I gotta be honest about what's happening here. I can't lie about it. And this is what Trump is doing. While people are dying, while the economy is collapsing, while unemployment is rising at unprecedented levels, he's out there bragging that he's number one on fucking Facebook. Literally bragging about it. He's not. He's not even number one on Facebook, but he's out there bragging about it. Yeah, I'm number one on Facebook. <laughs> 
how can I not do everything to oppose this, even if it's Joe Biden? I just don't know how. I don't know how. You can explain it to me, but I don't know how. I'm just trying to be mature. Like, people are suffering and dying. My people, all over the place, suffering and dying. How do I ignore this shit? And what does he do? He puts his dipshit son-in-law as one of the main people in charge of this fucking outbreak. A guy who has no qualifications whatsoever. A guy who has not trained in any of this. A guy who is a fucking moron that doesn't know what the goddamn hell he is talking about. Like this said, Jared Kushner's strategy for handling the situation is apparently to say a lot of words that mean nothing. It's just meaningless garbage. Word salad. It's like Jordan Peterson level bullshit. Listen. Uh, what the president asked is that all of the recommendations that we make be based on data. He wanted us to be very rigorous to make sure that we were studying the data, collecting data. A lot of things in this country were happening very quickly, and we wanted to make sure that we were trying to keep updating our models and making sure that we were making informed decisions and informed recommendations to him based on the data that we were able to collect and put together. Uh, the president wanted to make sure that we had the best people doing the best jobs and making sure that we had the right people focused on all the things that needed to happen to make sure that we can deliver in these unusual times for the American people. The president also instructed me to make sure that I break down every barrier needed to make sure that the teams can succeed. This is a, an effort where the government is doing things that the government doesn't normally do. We're, we're stretching, we're, we're, we're acting very quickly, and uh, the president wants to make sure that the White House is fully behind the different people running the different lines of effort to make sure that we get everything done in a speed that the president demands. He's literally just saying a lot of words to say nothing. He's saying nothing, folks, but it gets even worse, man. Listen to this shit, man. I just... It's got, it's got, this world's got to be a joke. This can't be real, folks. And you have in instances where in cities they're running out, but the state still has a stockpile. And the notion of the federal stockpile was it's supposed to be our stockpile. It's not supposed to be state stockpiles that they... What the fuck are you talking about? It's the United States of America. Is there some part of the United States of America that doesn't include the states? How could the stockpiles of the United States of America not supposed to be for the fucking states? Well, I'll explain this to you, folks. It's because Trump believes that this shit belongs to him. It's currency. The stockpiles are his to give out to whoever's nice to him as he sees fits. It's all about transactionism. It's not about us. It's not about fucking helping the people. It's about this mob boss who's in goddamn office fucking extorting the country so we'll suck his dick over it. This shit was not paid for by him. It was paid for by us. It's for us. And he's holding us hostage over it. And this fucking dipshit, this Norman Bates motherfucker, is in charge of this shit. How can you idly sit by and say you want to help this guy get elected again? Regardless of who the fuck is running against him. I just don't. I can't. I can't. They then use. So we're encouraging the states to make sure that they're assessing the needs. They're getting the data from their local uh, local uh, situations and then trying to fill it with the supplies that we've given them. The same thing with the masks. So the end is so, so ridiculous. Like so many people commented on this. Our stockpile as in Trump stockpile. That's why Trump keeps saying governments should call the White House for help and is bypassing FEMA. It isn't that Kushner is an idiot. It's that he, like Trump, views all policies as mere transactions, even if the desperate gov governments are governors trying to save Americans. Yep. You got to kiss his ring. He's the mob boss. He's in charge. They're his shit, not ours. If we want 
to him to save our lives, we got to suck his dick for. Why is it remotely acceptable to the country that the president's unaccountable son-in-law address the nation and serve in a decision-making role in a generational crisis of historic magnitude for which he has no requisite qualifications, preparation, or experience? Imagine if Trump, if Obama did this. Imagine if one of Obama's daughters married someone and Trump and uh, Obama put him in charge of this shit. No qualifications or anything. Imagine the fucking outrage, folks. The conservatives will be rioting in the streets, but instead of rioting in the streets, they're defending him because it's a fucking cult, folks. Oh, and before I show you that, before I show you how they're defending him, it's hard to believe this is real, folks. So after he said that the stockpiles are supposed to be for the government, for the federal government, the states have their own stockpiles and they're not one of the same, uh, this woman went and looked at their website. The public health emergency website specifically says strategic national stockpile is the nation's largest supply of life-saving pharmaceuticals and medical supplies for the use in public health emergencies severe enough to cause local supplies to run out. When states, local, tribal, and territorial respondents request federal assistance to support their response efforts, these stockpiles ensure that the right medicines and supplies get to those who need them most during the emergencies. Organized for scalable responses to a variety of public health threats, the repository contains enough supplies to respond to multiple large-scale emergencies simultaneously. This is what the website said. As this guy was speaking, this is what the website said. Well, after he spoke, they went and changed the website. They're rewriting history, folks. This is some 1984-type bullshit. They removed it all. And now it says the strategic national stockpile role is to supplement state and local supplies during a public health emergencies. Many states have products stockpiled as well. The supplies, medicines, and devices for life-saving care contained in the stockpile can be used as a short-term stopgap buffer when the immediate supply of adequate amounts of these materials may not be immediate available. They're literally rewriting history, folks, and before our eyes. Before our eyes. And their cult is defending them for it. They're trying to make it look like he's not full of shit, like he's not an idiot, just saying stupid bullshit. So they're fucking rewriting the web pages in front of us. And this is the response. This is the response of his of his followers of his cult. This guy, this is a, this is a popular. Uh, this got one hundred seventy thousand views. This is a guy. I, I think this guy is just a, a a grifter. I think if you listen to him, he sounds like. He is a huge Cat Williams fan, and he's decided to play this character. What if Cat Williams was a giant-ass Trump supporter? And so he just makes videos. But listen to the way they're offending Kushner. Can somebody please help me understand something? Pretty please. I'm begging you to please help me. Why are people mad that Jared Kushner, President Trump's senior advisor, why are they mad that he spoke today um, okay, well, this explains to you. Uh, the, the, he says, the left is mad because Jerry spoke to the White House. It's because he is, uh, this is nepotism, folks, because he is not qualified to speak in any way because Trump is not putting the best people in place to handle this pandemic. He is literally putting the dipshit person, his stupid-ass daughter married in charge. That's why. You fucking moron, obviously. You know, just like despite having no qualifications or the famous goddamn idea of what he's talking about, solely because he's married to the president's daughter, people will die because Trump trusts this idiot. See, it's not hard to understand. You know, you Cat Williams want to be motherfucker. It's very easy. Now, I know you're making lots of money doing this grift. Uh, more power to you. Godspeed, all that. But we see through it. We see through it, Cat. And it gets even worse, folks. It gets even worse. Look at this guy. Tell me this is not a cult, folks. Tell me this is not a cult that we should be fighting. 
Even if it's Joe Biden, tell me we should not be fighting these motherfuckers. Jared Kushner is absolutely the kind of guy that could go and become a phenomenal senator, potentially a president someday. This is a man that knows how to fucking lead, and this is a very smart individual. Smart as you can even imagine, and he's being groomed by the best. One of the biggest mistakes anybody could make with Jared Kushner is he's soft-spoken and he's mild-mannered until you fuck with him. And then he's just going to beat you over the head with his IQ. Over and over. Because he's smarter than you. He's already thought way the fuck ahead from you. And he's been groomed by the greatest president to ever fucking lead this country. Imagine being this much of a suck-up. Like, I can't think of anybody in the history of the world I would talk about like this. Imagine being this level of goddamn bootlicker. But this is what we're fucking up against, folks. It's not my fault, and it gets worse, folks. It gets worse. Like, this... The guy that was in charge of the USS Theodore spoke out because his soldiers on his ship were getting sick from COVID-19, and he was worried that they were going to die. And he spoke out. And I guess it made Trump look bad, so he fired the guy. I mean, you conservatives, you pretend like you love the military. But Trump doesn't give a fucking shit about these people. All he cares about is his fucking ego. He'll literally fire someone for trying to save the lives of his men. Watch this shit. They fired this guy. They did. Here's him walking off his ship and listening, listen to the crowd. Listen to the fucking crowd of the soldiers that were ser serving underneath him. Who were so grateful. This got 12.6 million views. As he walks down by himself and being fired for trying to save their lives. They're cheering for their hero that led them. I'm not even, I don't even like the military that much. And even that wants to bring the fucking tear to my eye, folks. This is what we're up against. How can you not fight it? With every goddamn ounce of your being, how can you not fight against this? How can you not rage? I just don't understand. And the, the fucking shitty part is a, a Navy SEAL guy who murdered Afghanistan children, who was tried of war crimes, was pardoned by Trump, was allowed to retire with his trident pen. A war criminal. That's the kind of people Trump is fucking rewarding. But a guy who's trying to save the lives of his men gets fired. That's what we're up against, folks. Like, I know I sound desperate, and I am. It's so insane that this is happening right now, and people are fucking telling me that Joe Biden is the worst choice. I don't know how to not freak out about it. It's upsetting. It really is fucking upsetting, folks. And it gets worse. It just, it's just every level. It gets worse and worse and worse, folks. So Trump is in debt to Deutsche Bank for like $350 million. Millions. Trump just lost a billion dollars in his uh, portfolio because of the coronavirus. His net worth is dropping rapidly, and he owes $350 to this bank because uh, his, uh, for his properties, through his golf resorts and whatnot. These are the people that Trump is overseeing for regulations and shit. But he owes them tons of fucking money, right? So, uh... Now the FBI is investigating Deutsche Bank 
potentially underlying violations and transactions linked to Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law. Trump owes more than $350 million to Deutsche Bank. Trump's positions give him influence over regulating the bank he owes millions to. Talk about the fucking swamp, folks. These are the swamp. The corruption is on every fucking level. And so Trump is out there. First, he says he alone will do the oversights to the billions in relief money. Then he says he will ignore the transparency provisions required by Congress. And now he says the oversight is a witch hunt, folks. This is the guy in charge of overseeing the fucking banks that he owes money to. How is this not a conflict of interest in every fucking way something could be a conflict of interest? It's just bizarre. It's We live in this fucking bizarro world. And then Trump's talking about bailing out the cruise industry. For those of you who don't know, the cruise industry registers all their ships in other countries to avoid paying taxes in America. So now, even though they don't pay any taxes in America, even though they fucking have tax havens to make sure they avoid paying taxes, Trump's going to bail them out. He's going to use our money to bail out companies who avoid paying taxes to us. How is this possible? This is the guy who's supposedly be the great deal maker, the art of the deal. How about if these cruise companies can't stay in business without going bankrupt, they have to sell to another company that can keep them open. And if they can't find another company to sell to that will keep them open, then they sell to the United States of America, us, and we bail them out and then we own it. And we get all profits from then on. What about that, Mr. Art of the Deal? Why don't you do something good for America instead of bailing out rich assholes who avoid paying taxes? How can you guys not fight this? I don't understand it. And I hate fuck. I hate fucking defending Biden, but it's things like this, folks. Trump taps former Kavanaugh clerk to fill vacancy of powerful D.C. appeals court. They're lifelong appointments. This guy's 37 years old. This guy has really no qualifications. He has no experience. And he's going to be in this job. He's this right-wing shithead in an appeals court position and a very, very powerful judge position for the rest of his life. Do I think Biden will pick better people than this? Yes, yes, he will. And we're not just talking about these local appeals courts. We're talking about the Supreme Court, folks. It's a third of the branch of government. Trump has already filled one seat. He's probably, if he gets elected again, he's going to fill another seat. And they're probably going to overturn Roe versus Wade. They're going to take a woman's right to choose away from you. Do I think Biden will put somebody in place to take your right to choose away from you? And they're elected forever, folks, for their life. So potentially the next 30 or 40 years, it will be like this. Are you willing to let that happen? Really? Okay, it seems it just seems privileged to me. I can't help but to think that that's a privileged position. I don't know. It's just frustrating that we're that we're dealing with this shit. Yeah, dude is thirty-seven, and was just confirmed to that district's court seat in October. His qualifications for this lifetime appointment are mostly clerking for Kavanaugh and Kennedy and being a member of the Federalist Society, which is not this other right ring loom organization. That's who Trump is putting. All, and there's not just one judgeship. There's tons of them all over the place. That he's doing this constantly too. But don't worry, folks. Don't worry. Trump cuts USA to three Mexican countries. Yeah, that's right. He's cut that USA to all three Mexican countries. You know, Mexico, Mexico, and uh, 
Mexico, you know? All three of the Mexican countries, folks. That's what we're dealing with here. That's the level of stupidity we're dealing with here, folks. All right, I'm going to take a short break and read the chat and calm down a little bit. But I know I'm getting upset. I just don't know how not to. I don't know how that anybody can go through this and, and read the news and, and not just freak out. Like, <laughs> it's just so stupid. If companies fail, then they are badly managed and operated. Let them fail. Yeah, you know, or they can be bought out by the government. We'll own them. How about that? It seems real simple. Couple of the even the wool Trump is trying to pull over eyes is 90% polyester. Yep, true that. Tell him, Dusty. I'm trying, but people are still going to be mad at me for it. Um, according to Malcolm Nance, his debt is $4 billion. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he's much more in debt than he actually has. Don't make Dusty angry. You would like it when he's angry. The incredible Dusty. Dusty smash! Um, so the military is going to shove us under their boot? Probably. Raging Dusty is the best, Dusty. Love you, man. Love you back. Appreciate that. This is Joseph's daughter level shit. Yes, it is. This is pure fascism in our face, man. It's just incredible. Incredible. People are going to say that Biden is arguably worse. I'm going to show you in a minute. Who was that guy that said? Oh, uh, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore telling us that Biden is arguably worse than Trump. Really, Jimmy Dore? Really? Okay, calm down, Dusty. Don't freak out. All right, let me check with you. Ooh, anger, anger rising. Dusty, I'm starting to understand that people want to always have the to choose between the lesser two evils so they can have something to fight about instead of having a better life. Yeah, but it's this, it's what we have. Like, it's not my fault. I'm going to bring up Miss Cece here for a little kitty therapy. Hey, Miss Cece. Yeah, I know. Let's get a little kitty therapy and calm down before we freak out too bad. This is pretty, pretty Cece, named after Creationist Cat. She's one of our rescues here. She's Miss Diva's baby. And she's a sweet baby. She's purring away at me. Yeah, she is. Yeah, Biden is not good, but let's egotistical. Yeah, I mean, Biden is not a good candidate, but it's like it will not reach anywhere near the levels of insanity under Biden. There's no way it can. And you can't convince me of that. Saying it will is just stupid, in my opinion. I, I just can't agree. Um, don't worry, Kendall, we have fuckers for our government, too. Yeah, it happens. it's all over the place, right? Government is full of sociopaths. I want to fight, but I have no power. You do have power, though. We all have power. Every video you share is a vote. Every like you make on a post is a vote. Every dollar you spend is a vote for the type of world you want to see. Don't ever let them convince you you don't have power because you do. We have all the power. That's the fucking truth about it. And let me check the super chats real quick. Eric Moyer, $10. Thanks for dredging the internet so we don't have to. Yep, that's my job, right? That's what I do day in and day out. Like, I work constantly. I'm constantly fucking working and finding things and trying to put things together in a way that people can understand them and what's going on. Because, like, there aren't many people doing this, folks, in my opinion. Like, there's other shows out there, but they ain't doing this. So, like, somebody's got to do this shit. I'm just doing what I can. Dusty, this is why you're a true progressive. You know why a Democrat would be better than Trump. I dislike Biden, too, but he's thousands of pounds better than Trump. I mean, yeah, it is. It's just, we'll talk about that in a minute, even his policies. The people that say that he is arguably worse than Trump or that Trump is moving to the left of these people. They don't know what they're talking about. They haven't gone and looked at the policy. Or maybe they have. They don't care. Maybe it's a grift. I don't know. I don't think about it anymore. Carly H. Thank you, Carly. Appreciate that. H.S. Ross, $10. I think if the left had a way to get back at the idiotic and corrupt moderate and corporate Dems other than refusing to vote for Biden, voting for the writing corpse would be a lot more palatable. Yeah, like, I wish Biden was the nominee. I'd much prefer even like obviously Bernie, but even Elizabeth Warren, even Buttigieg, 
even Buttigieg, even Kamala, anybody, like literally any of the rest of them, I would be more in line to vote for. But like, there's nothing I can do if the country decides on Biden, if the majority decides on Biden, except to tell the truth about what's happening. And that's what I intend to do. Um, H.S. Ross, $10. I agree. We still have to vote for Biden if he runs against Trump. But is there some other way we can discipline the corrupt and idiot corporates and moderate Dems who gave us Biden? I guess shame them. Shame the ones doing this in public. Shame them as much as you possibly can. Name and shame them. Uh, it's the only thing I can think of. Like, have, gra- have better grassroots organizations for, like, more progressive candidates in the future. Like, it, Bernie's, Bernie only got, like, a certain percent, like, 35% of the vote, a certain percentage of the vote, and then it, he had to hit a ceiling, and we got to break through that ceiling, and we got to do that by organizing and, you know, getting the word out more in the future. We didn't do that this time, but we can still do it in the future. That's the only thing I can think. Um, Lobo, I'm having a hard time thinking of sitting through Tiger King. I can't deal with animal cruelty. Response, well, most of it is not actually about the tigers. That's the thing. Like, I, I watched it, and I thought it was going to be about the tigers, but it's really not. It's about the people there's all these cults that are running these tiger farms, and the show is almost completely about the cults that run the tiger farms. And it does mention the tigers a little bit here and there, but it doesn't really show much animal cruelty. It doesn't really focus on the tigers, and it should. It probably should have actually focused on the tigers more, but that's what I thought, too, when I was watching it. I was thinking, I don't want to watch a show about tigers. That sounds boring, but it wasn't really about tigers. It's about these crazy people, so it's worth, definitely worth watching. Um, H.S. Ross, that and... Uh, let me go back. Guess I should go back to the beginning, so I'm reading these in order. Um, friendly Neighborhood Spiritualist says, This is the first stream of yours I've watched, but I like your ideas. Hope you're doing well in quarantine. And I appreciate that, Friendly Neighborhood Spiritualist. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends. We do this show every Monday and Friday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. I'm going to continue to do that this time. Consistency is the key to get you guys to watch, so... Please continue to join me on this. Lane Diggity, what's up, Lane Diggity? Hey, Dusty, sending you and the audience best wishes. This show keeps me same at, I guess you mean sane at times. Yeah, I'm trying. Like, it can make you crazy because it makes me a little crazy reading all this shit. Like, I have to marinate in this shit all the time. So I have to smoke tons of fucking weed just to get through the day because this shit's depressing as fuck. But I'm trying. Like, we got to talk about it. So I'm trying to do the best I can. I appreciate you guys' support. Um, you don't have to, General Mercer, $10, you don't have to vote for Biden or Trump. You can always focus on elected progressive congressional candidates and local offices. It's more important anyway. Yeah, I agree. Like, you don't have to. Like, if it's about the sexual assault thing, then I can understand not doing it. But at the same time, yeah, it's still like if you let Trump win over Biden, people are going to suffer and die. So that's not great, right? But I appreciate that. Andrew Santos, all right, Jay Santos, what's up? R10, I don't even know what that is. But in Ecuador, people are dying in droves from corona. The institutions that collect the bodies are too busy. Some don't want to risk getting infected, so the corpses are left on the right. Yeah, it's like the plague days, right? It's the cra- I've never seen anything like this, folks. It is really fucking crazy. And, of course, uh, black communities are suffering more. I'm sure poor countries are, su- are suffering more because it, it always, all these things always have a lot to do with the uh, class warfare, the class system. People in the lower monetary classes are always fucked over worse than the people at the higher end. So, uh I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you guys are okay there in Ecuador. Proto, big influencers are giving Trump the win. Influencers like Kyle Kalinske and Jimmy Dore are telling their audience to vote for their best influ- I know, they are, right? I'm about to show that. I'm about to show you. And, and uh, Shoe on Head. Shoe on Head's doing that too. Like, I ain't even keep talking about Shoe on Head, but she got a million subscribers, and what she's saying is stupid. Stupid, ill-informed, and dangerous. And I see a lot of people that follow me. A lot of people on Twitter, you're liking her shit. You're supporting her. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? You're supporting harmful bullshit stop 
Cease immediately. What the fuck, people? Um, Gordon Irvine, $5. Can you talk about a day in the life when you were an apocalypse farmer? What made you stop? Oh, a day in the life. Okay, um, I'm not going to go into it really deep. I had Dorper sheep, which is a special type of African sheep that are really meaty. Um, I had them out in the fields eating and shit. And I had uh, rabbits and rabbit cages. And, the, and I, I feel bad about that now. Poor rabbits stuck in fucking cages all their lives. I feel so shitty about that. But anyway, they would poop, and their poop would fall into worm bins, and the worms had these like these red worms. There's a certain name for those worms. I can't remember what they're called now. But anyway, they would eat the poop, and they would make these really lush worm castings. Um, and uh, I had chickens and guineas. I had guineas out there to help cut down the uh, bug population. And I had these raised bed gardens made of bricks and shit. And I had these uh, solar-powered wells. And I had this uh, hydro. I had this creek running through my land. So I had hydropower. Everything was on hydropower. It was totally out the fucking grid. And it was fucking awful. It was horrible. Every day was so much fucking work. Sheep are assholes. The entire experience was fucking ridiculous. I hated every minute of it. And I hope I never have to do that again. So that's the short and skinny of it. Uh, what made me stop? I started smoking weed. Um, and uh, I was actually... One of the reasons I, I started doing all that is because I listen to Alex Jones every day. And Alex Jones is making me really fucking paranoid. And um, I was also a Joe Rogan fan. And Joe Rogan was going to Alex Jones constantly and, and uh, helping support these conspiratorial ideas. And I thought, well, Joe Rogan believes it. It must be true. Um, so he kind of led me down that path, but also Joe Rogan convinced me to smoke weed for the first time. He, he convinced me that I've been lied to about it all my life. And so I smoked weed and when I smoked weed, I realized, oh my shit, oh my God, all this is bullshit. I've been lied to about all this all my life about weed and you guys are lying to me about this bullshit too. I can see it now. So I was like, fuck this shit. I moved out of there and never looked back. So anyway, that's, uh, that's that story. Um, H.S. Ross, so glad to catch this live. My bone of contention with Biden is that he seems to be embarrassingly dead body that appears only occasionally to show us he cannot string together a coherent sentence. I mean, the same with Trump. Like, the difference between Biden and Trump and their ability to speak is negligible, really. But people are shitting on Biden harder for it. But yes, they're both fucking idiots, and neither one of them should be anywhere near the White House. I definitely agree with that. Don't knock my camera over, Katana, please. Um, as a Sanders supporter... Voting for Biden doesn't mean we can't vote against him in four years, but we should work bottom up, change the House. And I agree. Like, that's exactly what we Sometimes you have to change things slowly. Sometimes you have to change things from the inside. Sometimes, like, revolution is not the best system, right? It's just not always going to work like that. H.S. Uh, Ross, $10. That, and he continues to spit in the face of the left, refusing to to do anything to earn our votes and acting on the insane theory that he can win by getting votes. And I to well, that I kind of disagree with. Like, I'm going to go over it in, in a minute. Katana, can you please move away from the microphone, please? Move away from the microphone. Move. You move your entire body away from my microphone. Don't scratch me and don't get me. Just move away. It's, don't come back. Just get the fuck away, dude. It's real simple. Um, actually, not my thing I was talking about. Did it close? I hope it didn't fucking close. Oh, here it is. All right. Um, yeah, go away. Katana, please. Would you work with me here? God damn it. Always fun doing the show with 11 goddamn cats. Yeah, rock on. Knock my camera away a little bit. Did they knock my, you knock my lights over too. You got a lot of my green screen, dudes. Got a lot of my green screen or else it's not going to look right back there. All right, work with me, cats, please. Work with me. It's still not perfect. What you going to do? Always fun. All right, Um. but anyway, we're going to go over Biden's policies uh, again in a minute. But Biden's policies are, are way, way more progressive than a lot of you guys think they are. I'm sorry, they are. Are they as progressive as Bernie's? No. Is he as good as Bernie? No. But he has, like, in my opinion, if you actually go look at his policies, there are a lot of reasons to vote for him, especially over Trump. We're going to go over that in a minute. Um, 
I think if the left had a way to get back at the idiotic corrupt moderates and corporate Dems other than refusing to vote for Biden. Yep, I agree with that. I read that. Uh, Kathy read that one, read that one, um, read that one. Americans need to get socialism out of their vocabulary. Private enterprise takes all the innovation from public funded research. Um, I mean, that's that's not not completely true. No, the private enterprise and the public funded research work hand in hand. There's so many examples of this throughout history. I mean, I can just give you I give you so many, but let's just take one for example. Let's take the the ballpoint pen. The ballpoint pen is a mixture of both privately funded research and private enterprise who worked on perfecting the ballpoint pen in order so they could own their own business and make money. And so the, the private enterprise perfecting the ballpoint pen actually then was adopted by public funded organizations like the government, which helped the government run much more efficiently, which also helped them uh, create more innovation, which also was picked up by private enterprise and refined and back and forth. They work hand in hand together. The typewriter is another great example of this. There's, there's so many examples of this, you know, the, the cell phone. Um, so it's they, they're both just tools. They go hand in hand, in my opinion. Um, Crypto's Rocks is DJ2. Also, they didn't fix my printer. Left again. I'm sorry. I would have to be there in person to do uh, tech support. Barker Girl 499. Hey there. I just moved a device. No, no. Off my computer. Off my computer. I hope they don't turn my computer off. No. Oh, my God. Get off the computer. Get, don't. Oh, shit. Keep her off my computer, but no, get the cat off the computer. Fuck. The cat's totally going to turn my computer off. They're jumping on my computer. They're going to fucking turn that thing off. God damn it. It's always like doing this show on a tight wire. I mean, it's fun, but it's stressful doing this show with these cats around. Anyway, hey there. I just moved to Nevada, so I might not be able to watch it. I want to be able to help a little bit. Thanks for all the great content. Love you. Hey, I love you back, Parker. I really appreciate that. Uh, what's up in Nevada? Good to see you guys. All right, I need to continue. Holy shit, we only got 40 minutes left. I need to I need to get on with it. Um. All right, where am I at here? Uh, okay. Um, and somebody decided to invite Dr. Rishi Desai onto Fox, and I guarantee they're regretting this. The woman who invited him looks shell shot. Like she don't know how to fucking respond because she can't shit on Trump, right? She can't shit on the God Emperor, but he's uh, he's shitting on her, so she has to kind of sit there shell shocked and. Uh, and quiet until he finishes. Let's listen. Scale, large scale testing. Now, what we hear every night is that the tests, that there are millions of tests available. And yet, um, we don't have that pinprink blood test that you can just sort of get, you know, at your local doctor and know in 15 minutes. But they're working yeah, great on point. it. Yeah, they're working on it. They should have been working on it for months. So the fact is, we knew about this from the WHO when? December 31st, 2019. So last year, we knew about this. We knew coronavirus is coming. We knew it was a respiratory disease. We knew it was person to person. Why is it that it's this week that the FDA finally approved these kind of new Abbott lab testing, which, by the way, is one test at a time? It's a great test, but it's one test at a time. It's different than the labs that are doing mass testing, right? So this is a wonderful test. Don't get me wrong. But it's one test per 15 minutes. That's wonderful, but it's not the same volume that you really need. This is better for kind of outpatient clinics and things like that. We needed this months ago. You look at Korea, Korea, South Korea, and the US had their first official confirmed case on the same date, January 19th. Mm. That means since January 19th, you look at what South Korea did and what we did, their population is one sixth of ours. Look at the cases they have, look at the mortality they have. It's a trifle compared to what we're dealing with right now because we've had a very weak response and they had a really strong response. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Doctor, thank you. Very interesting to talk to you, Dr. Desai. I uh, hope you'll come back uh, as we move through this difficult right. period in the country. And Dr. they Desai. never invited him back again. Look, she no follow-up questions immediately in the interview because she should own Trump. Just such propaganda news for you folks. But do I think Biden would have responded the same way? No. Do I think people would have died the same way? No, I don't. I don't think that. And uh, because of how you pronounce Dr. Fauci, how you pronounce his name, uh, Fauci. Apparently, he makes Trump look bad every once in a while. So a source confirmed to CNN that he is now requires personal security from law enforcement at all times due to the increase of death threats against him because that's the Trumpian nightmare we live in right now. That's the fucking cult. If you make him look bad in any way, you get death threats. Crazy as fuck. And uh, I also agree with this. It's going to seem like a defense of, of Biden, and it may be a little bit, but like if Joe Biden did this, they would take this and they would clip it out, and you would see it all over Twitter talking about how senile he is. Uh, C-O-V-I-D-19. You know what that is, right? Become a very famous term. C-O-V-I-D, COVID. Yeah, we know what it is. What the fuck, dude? It's just so insane. It's ridiculous. Um, so anyway, uh, this is an argument I hear a lot. Like, I understand the argument. Some dude on here tried super hard to convince me supporting one rapist over another is the moral choice. And then he and then he brought up the trolley problem, so I made this. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's better to vote for Biden because only three people die instead of five. But, I mean, that's only if you erase Bernie. And I agree, but it's not my fault that they aren't going to nominate Bernie and this is the choice. So, yeah, if you look at the policies... Like, it is a, the more moral choice. And, and, like, they are just calling, like, aren't you supposed to be kind of innocent until proven guilty still? I know believe women and everything, but they're just calling him a rapist just without any due process of law and whatnot. I see this a lot on the Internet, too, and that seems like, you know, that sort of un-American, right? But anyway, so let's talk about the policies. Like, I, I, this is, I already read this to you guys before, but the policies are vastly different. And Joe Biden does have much more progressive policies, things that are really good in his official platform. I know he's not going to actually implement his platform, Dusty. I know you guys keep saying that. I, I showed you on the last show we talked about this. The polls show that people believe this. People believe that politicians are just lie about the platforms they run on and they don't actually implement them. But historically, historically, they actually do attempt to implement about 70% of their platforms. I'm sorry. That's the facts. And do I think Joe Biden will try to implement the majority of his platform at least 50%? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, yeah, historically, that has been the case. I think Joe Biden wants to be considered a good president. I do think he will try to implement the majority of his platform. So what is his platform? Well, just there's a lot of it that's good. Let's just talk about a very few things. He's repealing Trump's anti-trans and anti-gay policies. He's adding more trans and gay protections, infrastructure projects that look to employ minorities and lift them up. Because, you know, as I've talked about before, uh, black people have 10 times less inherited wealth than white people because of historical racism. Because of things like Jim Crow laws and the fact that uh, the Homestead Act uh, excluded gay people, the GI Bill excluded gay people, redlining kept uh, not gay people, black people, uh, the redlining kept black people from getting houses, which are a lot of the what a lot of middle middle class gets their wealth from. Stay with my computer, please. Um, he's going to implement free two year colleges. Is that as good as full four year colleges, free public colleges? No, it's not as good. But is that? More progressive than anything Trump is trying to implement? Yes, it is. He's going to span, span health care. Um, yes, his health care plan still leaves 10 million people uninsured, but it supposedly covers 20 million more than it's already covered. 
He is going to expand health care. So is it as good as Bernie Sanders? No. But is it better than anything Trump has ever tried to do? Yes, because Trump has done the opposite of expanding health care. He's actually uh, tried to destroy health care, right? In every, every possible way he can. A comprehensive global warming directives. I think he will try to implement at least some of this stuff. At least he believes in global warming. Scientists say repeatedly, we don't have another four years to waste on inaction. And Trump is worse than that. Trump not only does less than Biden, he actively tries to accelerate global warming. We don't have time for that. A campaign finance reform to take private money out of elections. He talks, you can go read his platform. He has a really good platform about uh, candidates having to run on public money instead of private money, which is good. Rent assistance for the poor. He has a program supposedly he's going to implement that you don't have to pay over 30% of your monthly income on rent. Now, isn't that an important progressive policy? Yes, it is. The strengthening of labor unions, is that important? Yes, it is. Support for DACA and DREAMers, is that important? Yes, it is. Modernizing immigration policy, which is incredibly outdated? Yes, that's important. Expansion of high-speed internet to rural areas? Yes, that's important. Elimination of for-profit prisons as part of a big part of his platform. Is that progressive? Yes, it is. Is that better than anything Trump's going to do? Yes, it is. Free corona vaccines? He's going to decriminalize the use of cannabis and automatically expunge all prior cannabis use convention convictions. Go read his website, folks. That's the policy. That's the platform he's running on. That is a progressive policy, right? That's a progressive platform. That's worth voting for. End all incarcerations for drug use alone. Instead, divert those individuals to treatment programs. That's important, folks. It is progressive. And these are a few things. They're just a few. You can spend hours on his platform reading, and a lot of it is good stuff. So, yes, it is very, very far to the left of Trump. Very. It is very progressive compared to Trump. Is it as progressive as Bernie? No. Is it as good as Bernie? No. Is it a revolution? No. Is it much more to the left of Trump in every humanly conceivable possible fucking way? Yes. And that's why when this new crop, it's not a new crop, it's the same people. A lot of them, it's a lot of the old mixed with the new. The skeptic community, the same fucking people who did nothing but attack anti-SJWs for years and help Trump get reelected, have been reborn. Completely fucking reborn. And now, instead of attacking SJWs, they're attacking liberals. But they're doing exactly the same thing to try to help Trump get elected. They're saying the exact same thing. Kal Kalinske said it. Hey, are we seeing a political shift? The Republicans seem to be to the left of Democrats now. Amazing atheists spread this. Jimmy Dore has spread this. And now... Shoe on head, June, with her million subscribers. She's posting this. Trump says it doesn't seem fair that 30 million Americans are insured and suggests he may expand Medicare or Medicaid. And then she posts on MSC just now, Joe Biden tells he still opposes Medicare for all and the coronavirus crisis grows. Single payer will not solve that at all. So she's posting this to spread the narrative that Trump is actually to the left of Biden. This is a bullshit narrative. Look, This is so stupid on so many fucking levels, folks. Trump said this when he was running for office. Hey, day one, I'm going to implement the best medical care you've ever seen. It's going to be way better than what we have now. It's going to be really affordable and everybody's going to be covered. That's what he said. He did nothing. He tried to sabotage health care for America. So Shoe on Head sees this lie that he's been telling for years. And now she's going to try to make her stupid, chud-ass fan base believe he is somehow to the left of Biden. It's, it's mind-numbing. This fucking lie. 
that he tells constantly. And here's what she says, listen. This is a huge part of why I warned that Dems would eventually be outflanked. The constant ivory tower finger wagging toward desperate people. Just wait. Take what you can get. I recall a historic figure warning us against that. My theory that Republicans will fill the void the Dems robbed the country of and implement popular social programs like student debt relief and Medicare for all, but with a patriotic spin to sell this to their base. There is no fucking way that you can look at the policies these people are putting out. The platforms they're running on and believe this. To believe in any way that the Republicans are to the left of the Democrats. These motherfuckers are going to try to get Trump elected again with the same fucking tactics they used the first time, and you motherfuckers are letting them do it. Where are you at, Vosh, to call this shit out? Where are all you motherfuckers at? It's the same goddamn playbook. It's so fucking insulting. Jimmy Dore out here fucking spreading this goddamn bullshit. I'm sorry to scream, but Jimmy Dore, we've got to defeat Trump so we can have a guy who's arguably worse and bombs more. How in the fuck? All right, sorry, I'm going to calm down. How in the fuck can you read the political platforms that these two people are likely to implement and in any goddamn way think Joe Biden is worse than Donald Trump? I've just fucking laid out, just, I've just laid out a few things that Trump has done this week. He has four years of this shit repeatedly over and over and over again. These motherfuckers are going to help Trump get elected again. And this time they're going to do it from the angle that they're actually on the left and do it. And it's insane and it's maddening to watch. And it's insane and maddening to watch so many of you fall for this and spread this and help them. It's stupid. It's really fucking stupid. God damn it. And you read. You read Shoe on Head's comments. And people are like buying this. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the right is going to the, Trump is going to the left of the, of the Democrats. Yeah. We're going to have Patriot care. Yeah. My Patriot care theory is coming true. America about to get some based red pill Medicare for all. No, they're not. Are you insane? Are you out of your fucking mind? He's lied about this repeatedly. He's lied more than any president in the history of the United States. How fucking stupid are you? Like, why would anybody less listen to this airheaded know-nothing? She knows nothing. What is wrong with you people? It's so frustrating. But yeah, her shut fan base going right along with it. Read this shit. But like... This is what's popular, folks. This is what her and fucking Peter Coffin and Jimmy Dore and Amazing Atheist and Calculisky, they're all this big click together now. And it seems to me like they have this mentality that America is not ready for revolution yet. Americans are not suffering enough yet. So let's make you suffer more till you're ready for it, motherfuckers. Let's give you another four years of Trump. And after four years, if you still want to vote for somebody on the Democratic side, if you still want to have a, a candidate that doesn't want revolution, we'll support the Republican candidate again and you will suffer again. Hey, who cares? Who cares if Trump puts a Supreme Court justice in office that gets rid of abortion, that makes women not be able to choose for the next 30 years? Suffer, motherfuckers. You suffer over and over and over again until you're ready for our revolution. And I'm just sitting here like, uh, yeah, I live in a real fucking poor area. Could you rich white motherfuckers shut up? Could you spoiled rich kids shut the fuck up? Yeah, Joe Biden's not the greatest thing ever, but if you don't pass his policies, my people here, the poor people I live in are going to be hurt. 
I don't want to see them suffer until your revolution gets caused, okay? I don't want to see them suffer indefinitely forever. Who knows if the revolution will ever fucking happen? So could you come back to fucking Earth, please? And if they don't, could you motherfuckers stop supporting them, please? Pretty fucking please? God damn it. Kitty therapy? All right, time for kitty therapy. Kitty therapy! Is this uh, Misty? Hey, Misty. This is Miss Misty. She thinks she's everybody's mama cat. She loves to lay on my chest. She always rips my sweaters up. You destroy all my sweaters. It's a good thing I got it from $2 at Walmart, isn't it, baby? Yeah. We do good work here, and I have to have kitty therapy constantly to keep from freaking the fuck out, even though it doesn't help very much. Anyway, so uh, the MyPillow guy basically got free advertising for being uh, part of Trump's coronavirus coverage, because of course he did. Why wouldn't the MyPillow guy be addressing the nation about this? And yeah, it's good that he says he's going to make masks for people, but like, uh, this guy can't be trusted. This guy's worth $300 million. My pillow CEO Mike Lindell's Rose Garden speech with Trump got major press. Less covered. California prosecutors sued My Pillow twice for false advertising. He settled both. A nationwide class action suit settled similar charges. Better Business Bureau gave it an F. He's a fucking con man. That's the kind of people Trump loves to be around. And then not only that, Here's why it's real dangerous to have people like this. People like these fucking lying con men. And to me, doesn't he look just like Paul Bearer? Oh, my Undertaker is gonna destroy you at WrestleMania! It's like the fucking Undertaker, like the Paul Bearer came back to life. Anyway, um, so recently he retweeted a suggestion that his company is not on the QAnon conspiracy. You know what this conspiracy is? This conspiracy is a, like a popular right-wing conspiracy that Trump is actually a secret genius that is pretending to be a fucking moron in order to destroy the deep state and something, 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 something. So basically this dipshit retweeted something that basically seemingly admitted that he is part of this QAnon conspiracy theory. And part of this conspiracy theory is that Trump is trying to keep the deep state the government, from taking over the country. And you want to know why it's incredibly dangerous for Trump to have people like this, people who directly spread these conspiracy theories. They stand on the White House lawn, and he allows them to speak to the nation, and they go and they spread these conspiracy theories because crazy people are listening, folks. Crazy people like this dude. Let me turn my uh, ad blocker off. California engineer ran train off the end of the rail of tracks in attempt to attack the USNS Mercy in Los Angeles, DOG says. This dude got a fucking train, tried to ram the ship that is going to help coronavirus victims. He said, you only get this chance once, Marino told California Highway Patrol officer. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on. Now they will because this guy believes the government is about to take over the United States and he had to stop them by ramming a train into a boat. That's what allowing these con men to go to the White House and then go spread conspiracy theories is leading to, folks. Now explain to me why we shouldn't fight this tooth and nail. Explain to me why Joe Biden is worse. Explain to me with a serious face on Explain to me, please. I want to hear it. I want to hear the stupidity. God damn it. All right, let's take a little break. Time is it? Got about another whew, 20 minutes in the show. Let me take a break and read the super chat. Super chat, chat, chats. 
H.S. Rostin Lars, keep doing what you're doing, Dusty. I will, never going to stop. They pull a bullet in my brain. I hate the corporate demonstrations so much, but you help me keep perspective. Biden is more movable on climate issues and will appoint less disaster judges. Exactly. Not a good candidate. Better in every fucking possible way. Not my fault. Thank you. Lane Diggity, Destiny agrees with you. I only watch you guys. Cool. You know, Destiny has some good points a lot of times. Like, I, I, I disagree with Destiny a few things he said. He probably doesn't like me because he doesn't like people to disagree with him. But for the most part, like, I, not everything he's dead on about, but some things. Space Shock 99, bring a rant on how presidential elections work. Mm, you'll have to be more specific. That's a very broad conversation. But thank you for that. H.S. Ross, what does? Make public any firm too big to fail and subsidize co-ops and see if we have to go further. Exactly. We have to bail them out. We own that shit. Seems very simple. H.S. Ross, the only realistic socialism near term is robust social democracy, agreed. Making key firms like big banks and social media giants public and 100% co-op market economy. Just start with social democracy, agreed. I agree. Good point. Uh, all right. That's all the super chats. Let me check the regular chatty chat chat. What you guys got to say in the uh, the Twitch chat? It's almost like these face acting lefties are itching to jerk the right wing boner. They're, like I said, the skeptics are alive and well, folks. They've just shifted their tactics. These middle class white kids, most of them. They're just, they're not the ones that are going to be hurt. They're going to be raking it. They're raking it in. They're going to keep being raking it in. But they're going to help Trump get elected again, folks. And they're going to say, oh, my God, it's the liberals we got to fight against. The liberals, even though, like, I have problems with some of the liberals' policies and whatnot, but they're so far to the left of what the Republicans are doing. It's insane. It's insane to try to argue otherwise. Like, I can't believe, I can't believe four, I've been fighting this for four years. I can't believe they're saying the exact same thing they said four years ago, and now the people on the left are buying it again. It's just, it's so frustrating. It's so obviously stupid, yet so many of you are, and here's the thing, like, when, if Trump gets elected again, and then he doesn't put Medicare for all, he does all the bad shit he continues to do over and over again, Shoe on Head is going to do exactly what she did when Trump held the LGBT flag, and she went and she said, see? He's holding the LGBT flag. He's going to be great for fucking gay and trans people. And then he did everything he could to shit on gay and trans people. And then she deleted all our messages and pretend like it didn't happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. She's going to go back, delete all our messages. And she's going to be like, hee, hee, hee. see how cute I am? Ga, 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 ga. I'm a baby. Basically, that's what she fucking does. And then you guys are going to fall for it again. It's going to happen again in four years. It's like Groundhog Day forever, always with you motherfuckers. When you're going to get sick of it. Never, because it's a popularity contest, because they have their clicks, they have their fucking, they have their narratives they're spreading, they all feed off each other, and you guys reward them continuously every fucking day for it. All I can do is call it out. I don't, like, I'm not going to win this, folks. They're going to win. They're going to be more popular than I am. They're going to make all the money. I've already lost, but it ain't going to keep me from calling it out, like, that's literally all I could do. Same thing I did with the anti-SWs. Same thing I did. I'm going to do the same thing now. And the same thing's happening now that happened then. People said, Dusty, you're wrong. Goddamn, Dusty, you're wrong. You're old. Shut the fuck up, Dusty. You're just doing this for your attention. You're going to do the same thing to me again. And then in four years, you're going to be like, hey, Dusty, you're right. That's exactly what's going to fucking happen. Um, damn, I remember Kyle Quincy said he would kill the five people in the trolley problem. Nah, not surprised. He's kind of gone off the deep end, in my opinion. That is Trump trying to be smart. I know. That's the sad part about it. Hello, kitties. Yep. Debate Destiny. Why would I debate Destiny? About what? I don't think me and Destiny have... I mean, I guess we could debate about uh, veganism, which we already kind of debated a little bit about veganism. And uh, I think he lost, in my opinion. It wasn't a debate. It was just a, a very... 
uh, it was just a conversation. We were nice to each other. It wasn't a debate, but anyway. Um, PayPal making me crazy right now. Hope we figure it out. What's PayPal doing to you? Thanks a lot. So glad you always see through the BS. I don't always see through it. I'm fallible just like everybody else, but like I'm doing the best I can. Like all I can do is what I can do, folks. I'm an idiot, but I'm trying. The best you can hope for in these trying times. Let's see what you guys got to say. Dusty, even the... Well, no, Arnie read that. Um, but you can at least claim moral victory. Like, yeah, good, a lot of good that fucking does me. Woohoo! <laughs> I can sleep well. That's about as good as I can do. Boss kid, super pissed when people try to argue Bernie or Bust with him. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. He should start pushing back against this stupid narrative that uh, people like Shoe and Head are spreading, you know? He should start criticizing this shit, in my opinion, right? If you're going to help boost these people up, signal boost for them and, and, and uh, whitewash their image, which he does, when they do shit like this and say, bull say ridiculous bullshit, he should call them out for it. Silence is complicity. Um, I wonder if Trump doesn't want to be president anymore after this pandemic thoughts. It seems like he wants to be, uh, seems like he wants to be president still, right? He's fighting for it. Um, there's nothing to gain from anybody debating Destin. Like, I don't even, like, I always watch those debates and they just seem like dick-wagging contests to me. Nothing ever seems to get done. People just seem to talk past each other. It's boring to me, so I don't really, yeah, I'm not interested. I'll, I'll have polite conversations with people, though, right? Um, he does, Dusty. Okay, well, I, Cool, I've never seen it, but if he does, maybe, like, I haven't seen everything he's done, and if he calls her out for her stupid bullshit, good. But, like, like I said, I'm, I'm following him on Twitter, I don't ever see that shit. I, I, last, time I, last time I saw him uh, say something about her, was he, he said something about, oh my god, I wish I was as good as Twitter as shoe on head is, he was just sucking her dick. He was literally the most disgusting, sycophantic behavior you can imagine, kissing her ass. So if he ever calls her out on her bullshit on twitter or anything like that i've never seen it but it's possible i've missed it so maybe you guys could like uh point me to that and i'd be happy to share it with you um i like you but your impression of cow's arguments is uncharitable okay maybe you know maybe he said other things that i've missed i'm definitely open to that possibility but i've definitely seen him say some things that seem like uh huh? crazy to me um all right hillary all right Cool. Let me continue with the show. Only got 15 minutes left. Let's see what else we got. So much to cover. I didn't get to half of the show, but that's cool. I'm going to do more shows this week. Um, all right. I think we're not. I think we're past that. Past that. Past the my pillow guy. Uh, we're past the. All right. I think we're right here. Yeah, we get the Jack Black. Now a little happiness, folks. I think some of you might have saw this. Jack Black got 6.7 million views. Uh, man, that's what I'm talking about before. Confidence, having confidence in yourself. He totally has total confidence in his body and shit. And he's trying to make everybody a little happier in these trying times with dance and shit. And I'm all, I'm here for it all week. Let's watch. I probably have to mute that, though, because if I don't mute it, they're going to uh, copyright my shit. But anyway, he dancing. You go, Jack Black, and then he can do this Russian dancing, too. Look, for a big guy, he can move. Watch this. I can't do this. Not that. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. But I can't do this. Look at that. I can't do that. You go, Jack Black. He can move for a big guy. So anyway, thank you for entertaining us, Jack Black. Appreciate that. We need that in these times because it's terrible, terrible. 
Um, and Steven Crowder, as always, a total fucking piece of shit. A couple days ago was Trans Day of Visibility, you know, where we try to reach out to the most vulnerable class in society and lift them up because, you know, that's what heroes do. But bullies and pieces of shit do exactly what Steven Crowder does. Don't worry, we see you and we can tell. Yeah, I got to take a shot at trans people today. I mean, it's your day to make you feel better. And no doubt about it, he's going to go out and say, oh, it's because they're degeneracy. They commit suicide so much. No, it's because bullies like you, because pieces of shit like you, continuously rag on them. You cannot miss an opportunity to punch down because that's what you are. You're shit. You're a shit human. And Xenia says, people can tell he's Steven Crowder, which is way worse. I know, this is a guy who continuously dresses like a woman all the fucking time. Want to talk shit about trans people. And, uh, but look, folks, you can't always tell. It's so stupid. It never ceases to amaze me that men think women don't recognize it when they seem a man in their space. We see you, but like a lot of times you don't. Lesbian teen thrown out of McDonald's after being mistaken for boy in ladies' toilet. Lesbian couple kicked out of women's toilet after being mistaken for men. Lesbian kicked out of bowling alley because she used the women's restroom. It happens over and over again, folks. Now, look, not all trans people pass to, I guess, other people's specifications. Like, you don't have to pass, right? Some trans women don't want to pass. They don't want to go through the fucking trouble it takes to pass to people's, you know, liking. And that's completely fine. They're still women regardless of how much they pass or not. But some of them pass so much that, sorry, you can't fucking tell. Sorry. Hormone treatment is basically fucking magic. It is amazing. That shit works, like, all the time. Like, doing the show, I built up kind of a trans fan base. Not something I really try to do or anything. It's just something that kind of happened organically. And I have all these people that I'm friends with on Twitter. And I've been following some of these people and friends with them for, like, a year. And then out of the blue, they'll be like, they'll mention they're trans. And I'll be like, oh, I didn't have any idea you were trans. So, like, I promise you. You can't always tell. It's just so stupid to think otherwise. But, you know, transphobia is still alive and well. Ban male body trans women from ladies' toilet, says Equality Minister. And this is such bullshit. This is just a way to make people outraged. It's such a non-issue. I can promise you. Folks, I spend about 90% of my time in women's restrooms. And I've never had a single trans person bother me ever once. It's always cis women that have a problem with it. So if anything, cis women need to calm down a little bit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, folks. And uh, next up, Ariel Scarcell, or however the hell you pronounce her name. She's the new lesbian, Dave Rubin. I had to leave the left and change all my opinions because the left was going too crazy. So at least I'll give her credit. She got in her fucking Twitter and she's like, dear right wing babes, be kind and respectful to people if you want them to join your movement. No need to make fun of trans people who don't pass, etc. I haven't seen anyone who follows me do this, but wanted to make sure no one does. Uh, you're about to see it. This is what happens when you attract a right-wing shithead fan base. This is the kind of behavior you get. There are people with beards and boners claiming to be lesbians. Until that stops, this will continue to be a wacky shit show. You want me to not make fun of this? It's comedic gold. Mine right there. Yep. I got to make fun. I got to make fun, people. I got to punch down because I'm a piece of fucking shit. Anything that's unusual to me, I have to hate because that's what ignorant people do, right? Trans women are women. No, they are not. And it's trans woman, compound word like crayfish, which ain't. Woman is by definition adult human female, produce ovo, which is just stupid. So that's what you get. That's the people you're attracting. Uh, good try, but the further you go to the right, the further you, you keep trying to 
attract these anti-HW shitheads. The more you're going to come across this, and the more you're going to deal with it, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have gone that way. Just saying. And uh, didn't know this was true, but apparently this is true. This is Jesus showing off his top surgery to the boys. And congratulations, Jesus. Looking awesome, man. Had no idea, but it explains a lot, really. Good old trans Jesus. Can't wait till he comes back again. And uh, this went viral today. Apparently, uh, Venom exists in the world. Anyone know what this is? Yeah, that's Venom, dude. I've seen that movie. Look, that's Venom. It goes back. That's some crazy-ass Venom shit, yo. And I guess this is real. I don't know. Apparently, these are some kind of worms or some shit. But that got 14 million views. Went viral as fuck. So, uh, pretty neat. Pretty neat. And, uh... Time to name and shame, folks. Time to name and shame. This got 2.2 million views. Here's another one of these motherfuckers. You want to be famous? Let's make this motherfucker famous. Look how edgy he is. I want to jerk out of the bottles and put him up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make me famous. All right, let's make him famous. Last time somebody did this, they got arrested and charged with like terrorism or some shit. So you want to be famous, you dipshit? Let's do it, folks. Name and shame this ignorant cunt. And uh, if you want to do coronavirus pranks, folks, or quarantine pranks, I guess. Not necessarily coronavirus pranks. This is the way you do it, folks. And sometimes they backfire. But this is a pretty funny prank, and this one kind of backfired on this person. So basically, they put uh, their jacket on backwards. I'll show you. Put their jacket on backwards, and they pretend to be in the fridge backwards. And then the person comes along, and... Eventually. And, uh... Pulls down their shirt and... Oh, and scares them! Yeah, it's a good prank. So this guy's gonna try this. Yeah, I'm gonna try this. This is definitely going to work for me. What could possibly go wrong? So he puts his shirt up backwards and... His wife comes along. And then uh, he's trying to get her to pull her shirt down. And she ain't falling for it. She says, instead I'm gonna smack you on the ass. But no, that's his nuts. Just got nutshotted right there. Ouch. That didn't work out well for you, did it? Yep. But funny, pretty fucking funny. I do say so myself. And um, see what we have here. Oh yeah, you know, folks, I made this as a joke at first. You just know out there, there's someone who's a lifelong secret sexual fetish. He's a woman in a medical mask, and he is suddenly totally convinced that God exists. And I was like, yeah, that's just a funny joke. But apparently, this is true. Medical fetish site donates entire stock of scrubs after being con contacted by medical professionals so apparently these people exist i didn't even know this people have medical fetishes so apparently they're like in heaven right now i can only imagine they like have to stay home because if they go out public they're just going to be masturbating constantly i don't mean a kink shame but freaks freaks and uh okay i guess i'm going to finish the show up with a few palate cleansers and we're going to call it a night here's a bear just being a good citizen he's just walking around minding his own damn business he's like hey here's a cone that's knocked over. Somebody needs to turn this over. I'm going to do it. So there he goes. What a nice bear. A civically minded bear. And up, then he just goes about his business. Yep, straightens it up. And up, I did it. Good boy. Good bear. And last but not least, I guess we're going to finish with this one. If you had a rough week, check out this little man. Snoozing with his very good boy. Look at this big boy. He like a big shaggy rug. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. He's so fucking cute. Yeah, oh, good. good boy. Look at him smiling. He got his boy protected. 
sweet as shit love to see it 6.3 million views and that's my content folks for tonight like i have literally I have three times that so uh so much to share in the next couple days venom 2's marketing probably it's probably fake dusty i'm not a deep diver but on my youtube channel at times i do what you do i try to spread the progressive message and more check me out you're not alone all right you should put a link to your thing and we'll check you out um all right let me check the regular chat and we'll finish it off with the super chats last chance to get your super chat if you want to uh damn smarter than the average bear yep little yogi bear going there i'm a yogi bear i need a bigger nigga basket uh that vid is fake is it okay i didn't see it know where it was saying it was fake but i'm open-minded to vid being fake he'll fake shit like that all the time uh is that supply side jesus probably say jesus i would worship uh oh god ariel's a slug yep grifter's got a grift doing that 2016 grift uh dusty should have cal on he'd probably come on all right maybe we'll have cal on sometime and we can go through biden's policies and he can explain to me if he thinks that it's worth supporting biden over trump i'd like to hear that cal is a burner of bus because biden wants to veto mra and could save his father's life yeah well my dad died the same way but i mean how is trump going to be better would it be better for 20 more million people to be put on health care than none what, where is the logic in that? that is, there's no logic in that whatsoever. Zero. There's no logic in supporting Trump over Biden or, or, or even abstaining, in my opinion, unless you do it for the sexual assault reasons. But there's no logic because Biden's plans cover way more people than Trump does. So that is a terrible excuse. My dad also with exactly the same shit, but I understand that 20 more million people covered is better than Trump sabotaging health care repeatedly. Right? Um. I'm done with incremental gradualism and waiting to get shit that we should have already had desk ago. This is no excuse anymore, Winston. Okay, well, I mean, people are going to suffer and die while you wait for your revolution to happen, and it may never happen. So I guess people are just, you know, you'll just cause people to suffer repeatedly forever until you get your way. Hooray! That's cool, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, make sure you like the video, folks. Make sure you subscribe to my new channel and this channel. Make sure you ring the bell if you want to be notified. And as always, if you want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Let's see if I lost any. Uh, yep, I lost $5 during the show. I told you people are mad at me. People are mad at me for calling it for stating the obvious that Biden is better. So I'm going to lose money for saying it. It's cool. Like I'll lose money for saying it. I'll continue to tell the truth. Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, but if you want to see the birth of the show, a dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford. Most of it goes to the kitties and the doggies, and it's really very much appreciated. Uh, and there's also direct links in the video where you can send me uh, tips and stuff where, through PayPal directly and whatnot, and that's good. Now, so I don't talk about this very much, but I have a audio-only version of this show on SoundCloud, and there's a link to it in the description of this video, and it's also available on iTunes and uh, Spotify. So if you guys want to listen to this show audio-only, you have that option. I have, all, have you covered. And I will be back. Well, let me make sure I, I got to read the uh, super chats. Me. Debate him on pedophilia. Okay. What well, does he support pedophilia? That seems gross. Wakando, $2. Thanks a lot. So glad you always see through the BS. Appreciate it. All right. That's all the super chats. I will be back on probably Monday. I don't know if I'll do a show tomorrow. I'll probably do one uh, Monday. But if I do a show tomorrow, I will let you guys know on uh, Twitter 
So follow me on Twitter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, everybody. It's Cultadusty1, Cultadusty1, Cultadusty1. Go follow me on Twitch. Follow me all over the place. Follow me on Facebook. I'll let you guys know. And uh, But most likely, I'll be back Monday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, and we'll cover the rest of this stuff. Man, I sure appreciate it. I love you guys a lot. Thank you for supporting the show. It's an honor to hang out with you guys and scream and act crazy. Um, and I look forward to doing it again soon. Everybody stay safe this week. Everybody have a good weekend, and I'll see you soon. Love you guys. Good night. Logic. Fuck yes.